a 17-year-old girl and her date, murdered in a story shrouded in mystery, the killer never found. Does her spirit still roam the halls of the roadhouse? Well, pull up a chair and join us around the haunting table. Welcome to the very first inaugural episode of The Haunting Table. Popping that cherry, boy. Popping that cherry. I'm going to be the first one to say that that song is a fucking banger. Hey. So, good job, Hey, man. hey, appreciate it, appreciate All it. that boy, Jay. <laughs> well, my name is Jake Woods. I'm here with my good buddies, Tyler. Hello. And Anthony. Hello. And we are... The Ghost Boys. <laughs> Ghost Boys 69. <laughs> Jesus. All right, I'm At out. OnlyFans.com. Oh, 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 oh. But uh, yeah, so this is the first and uh, very first episode of The Haunting Table. We are super excited to bring this to you guys. We have been wanting to do a podcast for a while now. And uh, doing it with ghost hunting just sounds awesome. Yeah. Yep. It sounds Agreed. so great. But uh yeah, are you guys excited? As excited as I am to get this started? Oh, dude. And being here at the location of the Roadhouse, which we, uh, you know, it's haunted and shit, and doing a haunted <laughs> podcast there. <laughs> that's, that, that is the most dapper way of con- conveying what we do. Yeah, it's like haunted and shit. <laughs> wow. So it's just a cool feeling. And yeah. uh, this is a, not a professional podcast, no, so if no. you're here... Yo, for- try, that, that's going to be in the disclaimer. Don't worry <laughs> It's gonna be in if the you're disclaimer. here for that, you are in the wrong place. Yes, yes. We do take certain things seriously, though, so hit him with that disclaimer. Very few, very few. Well, we have a crazy story for you today, um, but before we get started, because we really want to jump into this, we got a lot to talk about. Um, before we get started, I have a juicy-ass disclaimer turd to drop on your chest real quick. Um, yeah. First and foremost... We are not professionals. We do not claim to be professionals in anything, in audio, in video, in ghost busting, ghost hunting, ghost nutting, whatever you want to call it. We are not professionals. <laughs> we are not professionals. Ghost what? <laughs> ghost Is nutting. Is that why my shirt's white? I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, so... Just take everything that we're doing with a grain of salt. We're just three dudes that really enjoy what we do um, and really enjoy and find ghosts interesting. And the idea of an afterlife and spirituals, spirits, spirituality, I guess I was just trying to say, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, we're not professionals or anything. I mean, I, Tyler's a professional troll. I'm a professional idiot, and I think Anthony, he's actually a cop. Anthony's actually a cop. So yeah. he has an actual profession. Sort of. <laughs> I do stuff. <so. laughs> he actually does some like legit stuff. Um, also, uh, I w- want to state for anybody that watches the podcast on YouTube or listens to it on wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, every location that we go to, we get express permission from the owners or local authorities if needed. We do not condone nor advertise or want you to go to a location that we are at, have been, or have not been without permission. If you are going somewhere, 
do it with permission. Do not trespass. We do not condone that. Um, we do our podcasts on site everywhere, but we do it with permission first. So make sure you get permission. <laughs> yeah. You, you trespass, it. you're going to get a stupid case and you get arrested. Yeah. And then that's Points. where I'm going to have to handle it. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very poor. <laughs> the resident officer. Oh, well, you, you told me. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. We disclaimered the shit out of <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. So, so don't do that. <laughs> um, other than that, is there anything else that, I, that we need to cover disclaimer wise? Um, we joke and we have a good time during this podcast. Right, right. Um, some of the stories are a little bit morbid, a uh, little dark. We try to be respectful to the victims and stuff that are involved. Uh, so yes, we do make lighthearted jokes on certain segments, but we right. do try our best to respect the dead and respect the ghosts here and the families and the involved families. with any of the stories. Exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to add there, Mr. Tyler? No, sir. All righty. Well, good. with that Buckle out of up. the way. Buckle up. It's going to be a freaking run. Yes. And with that out of the way, Tyler, where are we today? We are in the great town of Oregon, Illinois. It's, uh, uh, I guess it'd be Northern Illinois. Yeah. Um, so I guess a little history of the place that we are at. Um, it was founded... Um, on what was previously held by, and I might butcher this, so just bear with me. <laughs> yeah, we are not yeah. professionals at reading names. <clears throat> this goes back to I, I the don't read good. <laughs> I, I'm, they have a piece of paper here, and I'm reading it, but I can, I'm barely getting by. Right. So um, it was held by the Potawatomi. <laughs> sure. That's not too bad. <laughs> sure, so, we'll take it. I'm sorry. We'll take but it. Anyway. Uh, we'll take it. And the Winnebago Native American tribes. I know I got that second one right. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, the settlers later discovered that the area contained a large number of uh, like uh, Indian mounds, Native American mounds. Um, what what are what are Indian mounds? <clears throat> so from from what I've heard, mm-hmm. um, is it just burial areas? Some some mounds are burial areas. It, I think it depends yeah. on the uh, and like we said, we're not professionals here. Um, <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Um, some tribes, the mounds are burials. Other tribes are just large mounds that they feel are sacred. And so, is uh, that what they mean when when they say mounds? Mound people. Okay. The, they, yeah. So these some, might be the sacred ones, possibly. I'm not sure. Because uh, so they were, they're supposed to be ten to twelve feet in diameter. So I'm not sure what that means, but it might be the sacred mounds. I'm not sure. Right. Um, they built. Uh, the courthouse was built on one of those mounds. Um, I guess at one point they unearthed, and actually, so maybe not just like uh, sacred mounds, but they unearthed some remains on some of these. So I don't know when what when building the uh, the courthouse. Yeah, they unearthed yeah, like remains. During, yeah, I don't know if it was Oof. the courthouse, but it was during a construction project. And uh, I've I've seen that movie many a times where you dig up some uh, remains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit don't end well no, for anybody. It, yeah. No, it doesn't. I believe uh, from the interview that I spoke with uh, Mike Arians, who's the owner of the Roadhouse, right. by the way. Yep. Um, thank you to him. Shout out to him. Oh, yeah. I believe he said it was on the highway, uh, I think east or north uh, on Route 2 of this location. Okay. I, yeah. But, but there were pretty much, they were on construction. They were getting there and all of a sudden they found a mound and it immediately got shut down so yeah that would, yeah uh, I, I like, think it's, it's illegal uh, yeah so yeah. i would guess it's definitely probably uh, definitely probably yeah i'm getting i'm getting a little skeptical Maybe, dude. i'm just kidding uh <laughs> i would guess his burial grounds if yeah. you want my honest yeah. opinion yeah, yeah. yeah. so definitely 
you know, building an entire city on a gigantic burial ground. Uh, that's lit. That's good for us. Yes. And that's, that's bad for everyone else that yeah. lives, and, uh, but for us, and, it's great. Yeah, and uh, wait for some of these more stories that Tyler has, because yeah, it yeah. just spirals out of control from there. So. <laughs> There's a few interesting ones in here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Yeah, continue. So, continue as so, to uh, the history of Oregon. Yeah. So, uh, the original founders of Oregon and another nearby town, Rochelle, um, they were pretty much entirely of, like, uh, settlers from New England. Um, they were part of a, it was like a wave of farmers that headed out to the, to the area. It was during like the 1800s. Um, the first one, the first European, uh, to visit was, uh, John Phelps. Um, probably no relation to, uh, Michael Phelps. Not sure. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like great, maybe. great, 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 granddaddy. Don't know. Granddaddy. Yep. But uh, he visited in 1829. He actually left and then returned back in 1833. Um, okay. Other so he, pioneers followed. Oh, sorry. Go so, ahead. He, so he f- he founds a town, <laughs> says deuces, and he just leaves. I'll be back later. <laughs> deuces. I got I'll some more back. shit to do. I don't. I don't like this area. I'm out. He leaves. And he's like, yeah, cost of living was pretty low. I'm going back. <laughs> uh, some of the other there are other pioneers that followed. Um, Pretty much, I, I guess, uh, Phelps cr- helped create the first church, school, grocery store, um, blacksmith shop, post office, all that stuff in Oregon. So, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, they had, I guess, along with all these pioneers coming, you have a few uh, outlaws. Ooh, yeah. Vigilantes. <whistles> yeah. Um. The Banditi of the Prairie is the full name. They were a group that came in the area. Banditi of the Prairie. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> is that supposed to sound badass to them? <laughs> we're the Banditi of the Prairie. It's... We're the haunting table. Like <laughs> <laughs> third than Banditi. <laughs> like, come on, dude. We can't be talking much shit. Banditi. All right, go for it. Go Banditi. For it. Hey, whatever floats your boat, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the mid-19th century... A lot of people said that uh, this kind of new crime wave, if you will, um, was because there was a crackdown in the uh, southern southern, southern states with the southern outlaws. So they kind of all moved north, I guess, is the idea. Um, 1839, actually, so kind of in the middle of all of this. Um, it was originally Oregon City, actually. And then they decided to rename it Florence off of like the like the the city in Italy. Right. So they apparently thought it looked so good that they're this is like an Italian city. Oh, That's a little oh, presumptuous. Hello, yeah, right. yeah, hello me, Florence. <laughs> Fast forward to now and uh oh how the mighty have fallen. Oh, wow, this is not Florence. <laughs> that was why Phelps left and then he came back. <clears throat> I thought this was gonna be Florence. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> um a few years later in uh, eighteen forty one, pretty much the the banditi were still in this area. They continued with their pattern of robberies, theft, counterfeiting, and murder. <laughs> which, which, along with that, came the regulators. Yeah. Mount now up. that's a badass name. Mount right. up. <laughs> Mount up. We are the regulators. <laughs> that's a badass name. Right. Um, they, they clashed over um, just kind of everything, I guess, near Oregon. And that's resulted in the outlaws' demise at one point. Uh, 
from the regulators. So okay. after that, everything pretty much took an uphill uphill turn. It's crazy when you get some outlaws out of your uh, town, stuff yeah. starts going a little bit better here. People are like, hey, you know what? That's not so bad. My uh, family's not dying all the time. Oh, crazy. Now we're <laughs> Florence's ugly stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, in the in the fifties and sixties, um, it kind of flourished a little bit. Followed up with a railroad in seventy one was the year that I found. So stuff was looking pretty good. Mm. But uh, the city of Oregon, it was the it was first organized under an act of the Illinois General Assembly, which was approved on April first of sixty nine, eighteen sixty nine. Um, by eighteen seventy. It had about 2,000 people, I believe. They elected uh, James Gale as their first mayor on March 21st of 1870. Hmm. Um, 2,000 people. Two? That's a lot. 2,000 people. James Gale, can you handle this? <clears throat> Barely. I don't think he Barely. can handle this. <laughs> he, uh, he had four, four other guys. There was uh, Charles Lemon, Lehman. L e h m a n, Lehman, 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 L e h m a n, yeah, yeah. Um, him, W w Bennett, George W W E, George M Dwight, and George P Jacobs were chosen as the aldermen. Aldermen, yes. So I guess he couldn't do it by himself. He needed no, no. freaking hot knowledge on us, dude. Good work on the research, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Anthony, really? That wasn't sarcastic at all. That was actually like, that was a compliment, but fuck you too, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, fuck you. All right, continue. Moving on. I mean. To this garbage research that's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. good I mean, I'll, I can, I'll ride home with you? Or? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yep. Cool. So, fast forward a little bit. Um, they, in we're into the 1900s now. 1908 to 1911 was uh, when... So Laredo Taft erected, erected. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh my God. penis jokes! If right, you're adults. not here for the penis jokes, get out! All right, adults, professional. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh my God! Fifty foot tall. Oh my God! Fifty foot tall statue that he designated and originally named the Eternal Indian. It was named. Um, it was located overlooking the Rock River, and. Now it is known as uh, the Blackhawk statue, pretty much. So named after Blackhawk, a chief of the Sauk Indian tribe. So hold on, hold on. When was that erected? And I don't mean that as a joke. Like so, it, uh, I, so eighteen or nineteen oh eight. Wow, that so that's crazy. It's over a hundred years old. Yeah, yep. yeah. Anybody from the area around here, Sterling, Rock Falls, all those places, We've all been there. everybody knows this sculpture. Everybody's seen the statue. I have legit never been there. They just remodeled You've it. Seen actually, it. yeah. They just think that they refurbished it, remodeled. Yeah. I don't know. It was they pretty fixed recently. it up. Yeah, but yep. <clears throat> um, but fat. So fast forward to present day. Um, few of the kind of draws to the area, I guess. Um, obviously the roadhouse, but, yeah. uh, for sure. Hashtag shameless plug. Yep. 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 <laughs> um, we had, there's three state parks nearby. Got, uh, Loden park, Loden state park, castle rock and white pines. There is the Eagle nest art colony collection. There's a historical society here. Uh, Conover square, which, uh, I'm assuming is just a bunch of different like shops downtown. Right. I would think. So we got that stuff here. There's a few events that are um, done throughout the year. 
I don't know about now with everything going yeah. on, but pre-COVID, right, right, right. But this would be like before when so the world was normal. Right. Fuck you, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so they had the so there was autumn on parade and then autumn on the prairie. Um, I'm assuming the autumn on the prairie was just people go out to where uh, I don't remember where exactly it's at, but out on the prairie and they see just everything out there. Right. There was the candlelight walk. That is the Saturday. After Thanksgiving, you have the uh, the county fair, and to top it all off, the coup de gras of Oregon's year like yearly festivals is the Oregon Antique Show. Oh, I'm I do sure that was a treat. Oh. My uh, future sixty year old lover teach me to knit a hat. Hopefully, hopefully that comes 60 back. Sixty year old lover, Mister Steal your grandma. Watch out, boys. <laughs> Watch out. I like my I like my women to have. Fought in World War Two. I like my women aged like wine. Aged to perfection. Exactly. I like my women aged like milk. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking <laughs> us. Thank you for taking us on a trip through the history of Oregon, Illinois, Tyler. That was well researched. Appreciate You're you. You're welcome. welcome. Um, a lot of fast forwarding though. <laughs> a lot of fast forwarding. Love it. Not a lot that happened here, apparently. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of like really cool <laughs> stuff in the beginning. There's like eh. it tapers yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> Now that we know where we are, what are we in? Where are we in? What building are we in? We are in the Roadhouse, formerly known as the Steinhouse, formerly formerly known as a place to get booze uh, <laughs> and probably drugs and prostitutes. Uh, so the Roadhouse was. I'll, we're gonna get. We're, I'm just gonna dive into a quick kind of background history of where the Roadhouse came from. Um, this podcast, we like to give a little bit of background information on everything. Uh, the town we're in, the the building we're in, uh, the story of why a building's haunted or why it's said to be haunted, and then uh, yeah, we're towards, history buffs. Yeah, you towards I mean? the end, we're gonna we're mm-hmm. gonna give you a, a little rundown of what we've our, we ourselves found or, or you know in our own yeah. ghost investigation. We're looking for a cause and effect here. Is pretty right. much what we're doing. Right. Seeing if uh, seeing if it stands up to the hype. So, uh, but where we are right now, we are in a building that was resurrected in the 18, late 1800s. Uh, it was said that this building was around when Lincoln was doing his presidential tours through the area, uh, around here. This building was, it it was like a, um, a bunch of different shops, like a little marketplace back in the day, uh, when it was originally built. And then it got tossed through a bunch of different hands. Uh, there was a, 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 it was a couple of speakeasies back in the 1920s. Uh, this building was used for smuggling, a lot of alcohol smuggling. Um, the Al Capone had some of his cronies come through here to sell beer and booze you to mean, the, you mean Al Capone? Like I mean, from Chicago I mean, Al Capone? I mean, the A Al Capone. <laughs> the one that died from syphilis? The one that died from syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had his boys come out here. That's cool. To Oregon, Illinois. Wow, okay. There's no nowhere else better. 2,000 people, if that, and you want to sell some alcohol to them. Hey, he knew what he was doing, though. Kind of. Just from, from what it sounds like, actually, uh, f- so Mike, who's a part of the Historical Society here, also during the interview, said that Oregon was kind of off the beaten path and kind of was used as a resort, as like a, yeah. a secluded resort for people, rich people to, to roll through here. 
So where There's rich like people go during the pr- prohibition, you know, alcohol soon follows. Yeah. And I think, you know, supply and demand and Al Capone really took advantage of it. He knew what he's doing. Yeah. He hey, did. he knew where the money was. He knew where the money was. But, uh, yeah, so it, then and then it was uh, it, it fell into the hands of the Stein House. Is Stein Houses? Is it Stenhouse or Stein? Steinhouse? Stenhouse? I think it's Sten. Stenhouses? Yeah. Stenhouses. Into the hands of the Stenhouses. There we go. Scissors. Stenhouse 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 Are you stroking out, dude? <laughs> Having a little bit of a sh- stroke, but the Stenhouse ownership, that was about 1920 through the 50s. Um, they kind of were what made this place what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the whole underground dealing of the alcohol. They they knew. They, they, they were pretty corrupt. They were a corrupt family, um, from what I could tell, from what I've looked into. Uh, and then at, from then, that was from the 1950s. After the 1950s, it jumped into a punch, bunch of other hands. No one knows who exactly. A couple people had it from the 1950s to the 1970s. Someone had it on the verge of uh, being condemned was Spiro? Spiro? I can't. I don't know how, how to pronounce that name. Glennis Spiro, Spiros? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce yeah. that name. It was hard. It's hard to, to read it. But it, I don't know how to read. He got it in the seventies, and then after that, it, it was almost condemned. The building was almost destroyed. Um, but then that's when Mike Arians took it. He bought the he bought the building in ninety two, and then from there he turned it into the Roadhouse, uh, and it's I, I mean built it into a pretty successful business. Uh, but yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's happened here in this in the Stenhouse Roadhouse. Oh yeah. So. Like what? Oh, what a segue <laughs> leading me into it. Um, a lot. A lot happened. But there's one main story that we are going to get into today. And that is the story of Mary Jane Reed. 17-year-old girl who went on a date for the first and last time with a certain someone. But... um. Let's give you a little bit of background on Mary Jane. So she was 15 years old when she dropped out of high school. She dropped out of high school, not just to drop out of high school because she hated school, but because she had a legitimate reason. She wanted to help her ailing mother, who I think had severe arthritis. So she dropped out of school to do that, and then she got a job at the Illinois Bell Telephone Company. Um, and she worked there as a switchboard operator, which I feel like when you think about the 1948, 19, that time I feel like everybody was a switchboard operator. <laughs> well, let's be honest. At that point in time, right, uh, yeah. America was still pretty sexist. And yeah. the jobs that women could hold were you know, switch nurses board, yeah. or switchboard right. or teachers. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, you, gotta, you don't have much options out there. Yeah, true. Very so. true. So that's what she was doing. And she was, I guess, doing it well. She was there for a while. Um, and then 1948 was the time that all this took place. But while she was working there, um, she was known to hang out at the roadhouse. And formerly known at that time as the Stenhouse. Um, she'd come and she'd dance with sailors and, and the army men. She was known around the, the town as being very popular with the guys. Not necessarily in a... Uh, like a negative Sexual way. Like manner? A, like yeah. not... Well, maybe for the guys. That's, maybe that's what they <laughs> wanted. But I think it was more so as they wanted her, but she was not as into it as they right. were. Yep. She was probably uh, an outgoing woman. Yeah. You know, maybe a little flirtatious, but ma- innocently. Right. Like, she was she was popular yes. with the guys. Yes. She, was, she was pretty. She was a very pretty. She was very pretty. Um, 
So she was working for the uh, Illinois Bell Telephone Company as a switchgear operator or switchboard operator. And then she met a 28-year-old man named Stanley Skridla. He was a Navy vet. He fought in um, Guam and Pearl Harbor. And uh, he was working as a lineman for DeKalb Ogle County Telephone Company. And he was working as a lineman for them. And then, of course, you know, you work for telephone companies, your paths are going to cross. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. crossed. They met each other. Immediate attraction. Uh, and then they wanted to go on a date. They were talking. Now, the thing is, she was 17 at the time. He was 28. At that point in time, though, I like know. age. I know. Now <laughs> I know. it gives you like You a, think about uh, it. It's like, bro, you were 18 when she was seven, dude. Uh, <laughs> but like back right. then, it, it just wasn't as weird. Right. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. I, yeah, we can, uh, but we can't judge too much. Different times. Still can. Okay, okay we can judge. judge. I'm judging. This is a judge zone. So this is, a, this is not a judge free zone. Yeah, this is a judging zone. We judge horde. Um, but yeah, he was 28 and she was 17. Uh, she, but this wasn't her first boyfriend. She, she's had boyfriends. She's had on and off relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were attracted to each other and they went on a date. So they decided to go out one date, and this was uh, June twenty fourth. 1948. They go on a date and they hit a couple bars. They're seen at three different bars. One of them being, I think, what was it called? It was uh, Alexander's Log Cabin Inn. That was one of the main ones that they were seen at. Uh, very interesting. I don't want to delve too deep into what was seen there, but uh, I, I implore everybody to do their own research. <laughs> this is still, crazy enough, an open case. So yep. a lot of the stuff we're going to kind of tiptoe around. Um, but you'll get the gist. Do your own research. Yeah, we'll, we'll we're gonna do. We're gonna give you as much as possible. But if this story intrigues you and you want to learn even more about it, it's out there. Do the research. We just can't necessarily say. Um, but anyway, so they were seen there at Alexander's Log Cabin Inn, and then they were seen at the Roadhouse, known as the Stent House. But I'm gonna continue moving forward, calling it the Roadhouse, just because that's what we know it as. That's what it currently is. So. The Roadhouse was their last stop. They were seen there dancing, hanging out, and then they left. And this was later at night, and this was on the 24th. So the 25th comes by, 6 a.m. Her mom, Mary Jane's mom, hasn't heard anything. Normally, that's that's unheard of. Normally, she's she's home by then. She's not out that late, and if she is, she'll say something or let her mother know. Um, so 6 a.m., a shoe is spotted on the side of the road. Driver stops to see what the shoe is, looks, and in the ditch, in the grass, laying face down, is Stanley Skridla, shot to death, three times in the groin, twice in the chest. Is that correct? I think it was one. I don't, Once I'm not 100% chest. sure. So I it could... was in the groin area and in the chest he was shot yes. uh, by a 32 caliber. What else? There's something weird about that. You want to go into a little bit more? Yes, I'm... I'm doing that. I'm trying to segue into <laughs> one of the more interesting facts about his death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got you, boo. Yeah. I literally, <laughs> he's like, hey, you want to continue saying the thing? You're just, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, do. Yeah, we'll yeah. do. Um, but not only was he shot to death, but his face was burnt. His whole face and head area. on the I think it was on like the left side or so. But his face and head was burned, which is weird. Why would his face be burnt? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple other details about it. He was seen... Uh, Part of his his pants were unzipped and opened, but you could see if you look at some of the pictures, you see like a gunshot wound, gunshot hole through the pants. 
But if they were open where the gunshot wound would be, it wouldn't have shot the pants. It would have went right into the... So speculation says that he was shot in the groin area and the pants were after death opened. Which is, like I said, you could do some more research yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. It sounds that. like Very somebody's uh, trying to right. create a crime scene to throw off investigators. Yeah. Um, for a while, people were thinking, you know, it was botched burglary. Uh, but he had money in his wallet, a paycheck and everything. So botched robbery doesn't kill a guy and not steal anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to be a top-of-the-line investigator to know that. Yeah. Um, so a couple days go by after finding Stanley. A couple days go by. It's the 29th now, June 29th, 1948. Um, nobody's heard from Mary Jane. She's still missing. Uh, and then she's found. Same... Almost the same type of death. She's face down in a ditch, but she only has one gunshot wound. We're going to say, for the sake of the story, in the back of the head. <laughs> that was what was reported. Is she was shot in the back of the head, and that's how she she died. Um, it gets very, very yeah. murky from there. Yeah. Um, so, again, do your own research. Yeah. <laughs> it gets, it, dude, it's freaking wild, and you can get lost into this rabbit hole. Yeah. So, um, yeah. we... We respect uh, the the investigation, and that's kind of why we're tiptoeing around this aspect, right. and we're just going with what was reported. Um, if you want to talk to us off the record, maybe we'll, we'll give <laughs> maybe, you guys yeah, a maybe. little bit, maybe. little bit. But uh, this is a this is a shit show of a of yeah. an investigation. It's all over so. the place, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, she's found uh, one gunshot wound to the back of the head, and what's crazy about this is she's found face down. Her pants, she was wearing brown pants, are often folded neatly on her back, but she still has her panties on. Weird. Yeah. Does she it was, make sense? It doesn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> At it's, all. None of this makes why, sense. Why? <laughs> and, she, and she was wearing her mother's wedding ring, which was still on her when they found her. And even still, after that, after that information about her and then that information about Stanley, they were still saying it's a botched robbery. How? How did these? Ro- how like does? How does this? How does she die? Four or five? How she could have died? Maybe the same night? Who knows? But her body is found four or five days after Stanley's. Still with very monetizable uh, jewelry, jewelry yep. and cash, and you can still try to convince the public that it was a botched robbery. Yeah, these robbers didn't know how to rob. It was a botched robbery. They didn't steal. They literally stole nothing. Yeah, that sounds like a botched robbery. You murdered somebody. Yeah. You murdered and folded you. her pants. And folded her... That was very nice. It was very thoughtful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very thoughtful. Thank you for folding the very pants. Very nice, Robert. Good job, Kate. So, the case goes cold after that. They can't find anything else. They can't find who did it. There's... All their all their leads run dry. Um, and then, this was... It goes until about 90s, early 90s, when Mike Arians enters the picture. And he... He becomes in ninety early nineties to early two thousand. He is the mayor of Oregon, um, and he was also back in the day before he was mayor. He was a uh, insurance fraud investigator. Uh, where was that? Where was the insur- up in Chicago? Up in he Chicago. worked a lot of okay. Chicago stuff and um, did kind of a lot of like private eye kind of investigations. I believe on the side too. Uh, don't quote me on that, but from speaking with him, I believe that. He delved into actual investigations for stuff too. I don't know what, but yeah, he he has a, a background of investigation, right? So he took a liking to the case and thought it smelled fishy. 
um, there was some stuff going on that he didn't like that he wanted to look into. So around 2005, in order to exhume the body, to better uh, inspect, to see what was going on, so we can do an, they can do a better autopsy. We have better equipment now. Um, technology has risen since the for, since 1948. Yeah, quite they were using switchboards. We have cell phones. Yeah, it's a little bit of a jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, right. Um, so they they exhume the body. They do a bunch of autopsy. I'm not going to get into everything about it, but two things, very important things, they find out is one. She did not die from a gunshot wound to the back of the head. It was a gunshot wound to the chest. So why was that changed? That's a weird, that's a weird, I don't why know. Why would somebody change that? How do you not, how do you look at the back of someone's heads, first of all, laying face down and see that there's no bullet wound and still say that they were shot in the back of the head? You know? Yeah. And cover up. Anyway, so she was shot in the chest. That's how she died. Um. Also, big thing they found out, just, you know, Hey, look what I stumbled on. Uh, the skull wasn't hers. In the casket, that was not her skull with her body. What the hell? Yeah, I don't... What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I don't know. That, that, this is what we're saying is do your right. own research. Yeah, yeah. This is, it's crazy. It's just... Uh, there's, there's a lot of weird stuff going yeah. on here. So she was also supposed to be buried in a dress. Uh, that dress was found balled up in the casket with her. Wrapped in newspapers with headlines of her murder on them. Also really weird. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so that happens around 2015. Uh, everything from that, even though this crazy stuff showed up, wasn't killed this way, shot in the chest. Head is belongs to someone else, a, a petite female, uh, a, a different female that was not her. Um, the vertebrae. And the the skull didn't match at all. That's discovered. Yet, once again, everything fizzles out. Absolutely no justice. Killer not found. Nothing comes to light. 2015, they exhume Stanley's body. Nothing found. At least nothing that was able to bring any case to anywhere. uh, Bring any justice to it. So, still to this day, there is no justice for Marianne Reed or Stanley Skridla. You say Marianne? It's Mary, Mary Jane. Mary Jane Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Mary Jane Reed. Yeah, Mary Jane. Hey, it is two in the morning, so please excuse me. I am a little tired. Drinking my... Drinking my... What is drinking my, 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 my tar. My kick tar. <laughs> my tar. My tar. <laughs> Obviously, we're not sponsored by anything, so... Drinking my not tar. Not yet. Not yet. But yeah, so that is the, that is the roundabout story... Of Mary Jane Reed and Stanley Skridla. It's just, uh, it's very sad. Like, yeah. a 17-year-old woman, in a, a man that survived the Guam. battle of Pearl Harbor. And Pearl Harbor. In Guam, yeah. and his life is just taken away from him too soon. And then so. he's face down in a ditch. Yep. It's, it sucks. It's a shame, and it really yep. is, because uh, they, they probably didn't, you know, they didn't know. And all of a sudden, their life was just ripped away from them. And that kind of right. leads into... Why possibly this place is, they may be lingering these halls here. Right. You know, um, there's different theories when it comes to paranormal. Uh, why there's different hauntings. There's residual hauntings, which are kind of like a, uh, when there's something that happens bad, that has a lot of dark energy. Kind of like Gettysburg, you'll hear like gunshots and cannons going off yeah. there. Uh, theory is that something 
big enough and bad enough happening in a location will actually imprint that energy into that location and then that energy will just be on replay and it'll just replay over and over again so there's not an actual like spirit it's just like the event itself it's just replaying right just because it's and there's different you know i'm not going to get too much into it where uh, supposedly water and wood are very um impactful with like dark energy and stuff like that to where it'll it'll kind of replay i Um, also i also heard that sound waves can kind of can last some sound waves can last for almost ever like uh piano sound waves in uh in certain bars they say can actually get trapped in the walls and sometimes leak out and then you'll hear it so it's it's basically like an uh an echo that's been sitting in the walls that eventually will leak out and you'll hear it and you'll be like oh ghost is playing piano but it's actually just sound waves that were trapped in the wall yeah yeah and then you got your your normal um ghosts to where um we won't get into like demonic stuff or anything like that right and but <clears throat> where people maybe aren't were taken too soon and they weren't ready to pass you know because normally when you grow old you kind of accept death and embrace it at some point because it's right. just a, it's what happens to everyone um when things are happened violently and quickly, sometimes theoretically, uh, ghosts don't a don't realize they're dead or they're just not ready to move on yet. And or another aspect of that is if you feel like you're wronged or you have unfinished business on on this planet, they won't pass over. They won't move on. And uh, I think if you could say if uh, Stanley and Mary are still here, they fit both those very young, very violent ends. And unsolved murder. Right. Not a botched robbery. Hm. Yeah. I, I, I will say it was a murder. I'm not going to oh, say, yeah. you know I mean? I'm not going to get any more into it, but they were murdered cold blood. And uh, yeah, I, I, think that, I think that would make a lot of sense why they're still here in, in this building. So <clears throat> my uh, whole thing was I interviewed Mike Arians. He, he has been phenomenal throughout this entire thing. Yeah. He allowed me to come in for an interview. He set everything up for us to come in and I got a bunch of sound bites. Uh, I pretty much interviewed him about the history and I also interviewed him about the paranormal aspects with, yeah. within this building. There's been a lot of sightings. Yeah. Uh, some of the history stuff to, to kind of piggyback off of Tyler from what he He's part of the historical society. Actually, I think he might be the leader of Mike his, is. Yeah, Mike yeah. is the his, mm-hmm. uh, leader of the historical society here in Oregon. Um, along with the banditti, there's been multiple murders, um, suicides. There was a judge, I believe, is Judge Hicks or whatnot that um, he he owned some land that people maybe wanted, and he was found dead underneath one of the bridges that was being constructed here in Oregon. Uh, this way to, uh, a, I mean, a lot easy of people, way to get someone's stuff is by just kill him. Yeah. I mean, it, if you look through history, it happens a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of the way to go so, about it, I guess. So they believe that he was pushed off and uh, murdered. There was the river itself, which is the Rock River, um, very large river here in the state of Illinois. Multiple drownings yearly, at least – from his experience, he said that usually it's about one drowning a year, and that's counting today. Yeah, I can't imagine back then to where more people were in the river because they were more reliant on the river. Um, you get a lot of murders. He also mentioned that there was a lot of babies being found in the river, so you put two and two together. I think a lot of um, people were sadly 
they didn't want the child, so they placed the child in a river, and the child passed of drowning. And that's a lot of dark energy in a yeah. town like this. Small town like this. Small town on close walls. Possible Indian burial ground mounds. Right. It's just it's a lot. Like there's a lot to unravel here. Yep. One so allegedly a male was killed over a poker game. Uh, thrown down some stairs and then thrown into the foundation of the city hall that stands today. Mm-hmm. Um, that some research that I found, like it's just a lot of dark things that have happened in a town of what three thousand something people. Yeah, it's just absolutely insane. Along with that, he talked about the uh, the the double homicide or the you know the murders that occurred here with uh, Mary and Stanley. Jay covered that really well, um, so I'm not going to get too much into that. Let's get into the paranormal, right? That's what we're here yeah, for. Yeah, we're here yeah. for the ghosts. Let's see them ghost boys. Let's see them ghosts. Them okay. Ghosties. So I talked to Mike about his first experience, right? Uh, he buys it. It's dilapidated. He's remodeling it because the previous owner doesn't take care of it or the remodeling fails because he runs out of money or not. And the first story, the first soundbite I'm going to have is uh, it's just kind of creepy. And you'll see throughout the soundbites that it's not like boo in your face. It's just weird, weird things that are unexplained happening all around us. So you want to give me that? I'll throw it up on real quick. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, you want to entertain while I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, sound, how was... Sound check, sound check, sound check. Sound check. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. We'll have that, we'll have that be on one of these. So... Yeah. We we were doing our own investigation here, and just it's just been an, uh, a nonstop technical difficulties to get this podcast started today. Um, I don't know if it's just where we're at, yeah, the building we're in, but batteries fully charged, brand new batteries dying immediately all day. It's just been crazy. Just, yeah, it's it's more than a normal occurrence to the point where it's like. What the hell is going on right. here? Yeah, like it's, something, it's it feels like something doesn't want us here or is trying to play jokes right. on us. <laughs> too too much, too often. Yeah, in, it just makes night. no sense. Well, like, it's not a funny joke, all right? We need these batteries. Professionals. We're shooting a podcast. You're We're shooting a podcast. Yeah, have right. a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of respect. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm going to play this first cue. It's going to be uh, Mike's first, um, first experience with the paranormal. Girl that would come in... <clears throat> And she would come to the front door, and there were other neighbors who were curious too, don't misunderstand me. But, and she would stand in there where the bar is at, where I was working on the bar, and she would just look around, and I would go up and I'd say, you know, can I help you? You know, if you can come in and look around and leave, fine. But, and she goes, oh, this is going to be so nice, this is going to look just like it used to, or it's going to be just the way it used to be. Or whatever. I kind of thought that was an odd statement to make, so... And I chatted a little bit, and she was a little more chatty than I wanted. She left. So um, I was maybe a week or ten days later. There she is again, same scenario. Comes in through the door, at least from that direction where the door was. I don't know how else she could have got in here. And she's standing there, and I go up, and I go, oh, hi. <laughs> like, you know, we were trying to do something here. And she goes, oh, this is going to be so nice. This is just gonna like... And so it kind of it irritated me. It pissed me off. And I'm going to stop that real quick. I just want to talk. Same girl just walking into a remodeled restaurant and saying, oh, this is going to look just like how it used to. This is going to look so nice. It, you know, 
that's just weird. Like yeah. normal people, a probably don't remember what, like what it looks like, and coming into a, a under construction restaurant is just odd. Yeah, bitch, why are you just walking up in my building like what, this? Maybe one time, like, <laughs> oh, what's going on in here? Because I mean, I've had dumb people walk in the crime That's scenes annoying. and stuff like Get that. Get out! Yes, just leave and let me do my job. Um, but two times, it's just weird, yeah. and it's the same girl. So I just went. It was just an odd moment. Yeah. I'm gonna continue. Um. You know, I gotta get this, but get some money coming back in, you know. So, wanna get it open. So, I thought to myself, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give it a beat. I'm gonna walk out the door. I'm gonna wait for her to walk out the door. And as soon as I hear the door slam, I'm gonna go open the door and peek and see if I can't tell what she's driving. Mm -hmm. Because I thought, you know, if I could see, see her pull in. I'm outside or tell the guys what she's driving so I can close that door so we can avoid this situation in the future. So I did. And so I went beep, 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 boom, heard the door close. Beep, beep. But I might crack the door open about. The only really way back in those days that you could go would have been this way and the door open like that. So I and the in the and the walk to go down to where you could park was So I'm gonna fast forward just a little bit here. I could not see anybody. And I know I was like three seconds behind her. Four, five, max. And I cracked the door open and I couldn't see anybody. So I, I thought, well, she probably went this way, but I don't want her to see me. So I opened it up. Well, you got about the same distance this way and there's really no area to park up here anyway. That you would, Why would you park where there's no parking place? There, there was nobody there. Point of my story. So same girl stumbles into this restaurant being kind of weird talking about the history of the restaurant and making it look like how it used to. And then he follows her outside and she completely disappears. But I mean, she go, if you look on the outside, um, there's like nowhere to go. Like it's just right next to a highway and it's like open spaces. The entire, it's like up, like especially back then there's a little bit more now, but yeah, Yeah. at that time, so what was that? 92, 93. Yeah. When it was modeling. Yeah, yeah. When he was remodeling and she, he was like, so it's just super odd. Um, as time goes on, his workers start to experience kind of weird paranormal activity, uh, unexplained knocks, uh, weird smells, stuff like that. And they urge him to kind of get into the paranormal investigation, right? He's a little skeptical. Um, he, he starts to notice things a little bit more, that are unexplained. And then finally against his will, he, he contacts a psychic. Uh, Mike Sim kind of at first is anti-psychic. Right? Yeah. I think, I think everybody's anti-psychic, <laughs> anti-psychic. Yeah. Except uh, for psychics, except for psychics <laughs> and people that know are related to a psychic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I <laughs> felt good. I, I take it with a grain of salt. Right. Okay? right. I th- I'm not, I'm not going to knock it, but, you know, but, but I'm not going to try to. I think <laughs> there's a lot more phonies out there than actual yeah, people definitely. that can do oh, psychic definitely. stuff. And that's and that's where I'm very skeptical. Right. But um, we're gonna play this next soundbite, and it kind of shows him his interaction with the psychic. I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the couple. Like I say, Marge was here. About that time, up towards the end of the bar in the hallway, I see Marge go through. Sorry about that, guys. There we go. This is the right one. I'm sitting right. there and I'm looking at the couple. Like I say, Marge was here. Okay. About that time, up towards the end of the bar in the hallway, I see Marge go through. I yell out, Marge, Margaret. She doesn't come back in. Similar type of story. I get up, I go down to the end of the bar, and about ready to wring her neck, and she's not, there's nobody there. 
And that was years after this other incident. And there were little things that happened in between. So I go back, I sit down, I'm pretty bewildered. Marge comes from around the corner by the Johns. She says to me, what do you want? What are you yelling at me for? And I said, how'd you get from here to there? And she goes, no, you're nuts. I'm pretty perturbed at Marge. The reason she was supposed to be here was to get them coffee, beer, or whatever. We were closed to the public. It was Tuesday night. We were only open Thursday through, um, or Wednesday through Sunday. She comes around the corner. She says it wasn't her. I think she's full of BS. But I let it go because I'm kind of freaked out by the situation. So, couldn't have been maybe six months later. Um, Thursday night, very busy. Probably 100 people here were doing the karaoke thing. Two o'clock in the morning. I have a gal, Connie cocktail waitress sitting at the bar. Marge is doing her tips. June and I are doing the register. Connie looks at me and said, do you lock the front door? And I said, yeah, I locked it. Did you interview Marge? Yes, I did. I ended up interviewing Marge and we'll get into that uh, yeah. a little bit after. So uh, the interviews that I did real quick before I get back into this was Mike Arians, the owner of the roadhouse, right. uh, Margaret Craig or Marge, and uh, who is the head waitress, and Brandon Johnson, who also is an employee here. And, and everyone has got given me uh, collaborating stories or similar experiences in this place. Yeah, so, right. All right. An hour ago. And she said, well, there's still somebody in the building. And I said, what do you mean there's somebody in the building? And she said, somebody just went into the north dining room, which was the next door opening up from where I thought I saw Marge. So I said, well, go, you know, she was in there, show them out. It's not uncommon for somebody to get stay late or get held up in the john for different reasons uh, late at night as you're trying to close. So she comes back and sits down, and she said, well, I know what I saw, but there's nobody in there. And I said, well, who did it look like? And she said, well, it looked a lot like Marge, but I knew it couldn't be Marge because she's sitting right next to me. Well, the hair went up in my arms because I knew she had seen the same thing I saw. <coughs> Excuse me. So, two separate occasions, he sees an, uh, a lady that looks just like one of his workers, to the point to where he gets mad at one of his workers for not doing her job, pretty right. much. He confronts her. She's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And then he lets it go because he's freaked out. Um, confronts her at her house. Yes. A psychic, <laughs> right? <to> her house. <laughs> so, the psychic, the psychic comes in here and... Pretty much, they ask her, uh, I don't know exactly how it goes, but asks her about the woman that walks around up here or whatnot, and she just casually, as she's walking up there, oh, that's Ruth. It's like, who the, who the fuck is Ruth? Pretty much. And they, Mike starts doing some interviews and stuff like that, and then he looks at, I believe, the old Chicago paper, and it has a woman that looks just like Marge from like the 1940s or whatever he's like who the hell and lo and behold it's ruth mary jane's mother and <laughs> he's who he says looks just like marge why why would mary jane's mother haunt here so it sounds like and we can well, i have a little bit of soundbite later um Maybe wants to just be with her daughter. If her daughter's stuck here, you know, what I mean, family's everything, right? Um, mm -hmm. To some, to, to to some, yeah, good people. And some it, family's it sounds like yeah. after Mary Jane passed, the mother 
went crazy and was yeah. emitted into a facility. Rightfully so. You yeah. just had your. Well, she was taking care of her mom. Yeah. Mary you just yes. had your 17 year old daughter who's been taking care of you and being an amazing person just ripped out of your life. I can't imagine and, having to bury your own child. Like, and yeah. having no justice, no closure as yeah. to who did it. Yeah. And, you know, and possibly some sketchy things going on. Like I said, investigate it. Um, <laughs> look, look into it. Look into it. Uh, is that ske- who the is that who the lady in the hallway is? Yes, that's okay. who the lady in the hallway is. Well, somebody, somebody that has been re- reported seeing in the front hall here uh, is Ruth. Is Ruth, and um, yeah, well, we call for Ruth uh, later in our investigation, and mm-hmm. stay tuned, and maybe yeah, you'll it's, see it's nothing happen. too exciting, but it is it, it is, is weird. interesting. There's it is so weird. yeah, we'll get into our investigation after all of these sound bites and stuff like that, but yeah. we're just setting the tone for kind of like what the paranormal activity that happens, the, what we saw and what we were looking to see going into this. Yes, exactly. Saying, like just, I guess as being the uh, the parent of the group, I know I would. Uh, not be in a good state of mind if uh, any of my kids had that happen to me. Right. So, I mean, I get it, like, uh, in that aspect. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So, I actually asked Mike, right, during this interview, can you better describe uh, Ruth, you know what I mean, and Marge, and how similar of, I guess, did they look? And this is what he said. Marge and Mary's mother look very similar, you said? Yeah. Almost identical. I mean, uh, period-wise, okay, the picture of Mary Jane's mother that was in the newspaper was obviously 1948. Mm -hmm. Um, As Mary Jane's mother got older, I've seen other pictures of her, they don't look that similar, but in 1948, just because it was a weight gain type yeah, thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody, you gain, you get a little older, it, you gain weight. Mm-hmm. In March, facial structure, facial, the nose, the eyes, the cheekbone. I mean, they're just they're just like right on. They act, they look like from okay. The the newspaper picture from 1948 is a tad grainy, but you still get it. Mm-hmm. You know? So he's pretty much saying facial structure, eyes, you know, nose, everything about, he even says they almost look identical in the beginning. Right. It's just, it is so crazy. And now it makes a lot of sense to why he would confuse the, the lady that's walking through to be obviously Marge. Could you imagine talking to somebody and then that somebody not even being real? Yeah. Or like being a, an apparition. Yeah. Or yelling at a worker. <laughs> and looking and having them look at you, because obviously we've all kind of like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Having her legitimately look you in the eyes and be like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Why are you mad at me? And have it be legit. I can't. I can't imagine like that kind of shit. That makes my butthole pucker. Like, could you imagine? Just imagine walking somewhere, talking to somebody, and that somebody just just disappears, is a ghost. You literally made eye contact with a spirit. You talked to them. Say, hey, what's up? What'd you have for dinner? Oh, you know, soul energy. 
<laughs> what, is, what? what a ghost that was, scene. <laughs> that was bad. Let's just keep uh, What a ghost scene, the, man. The beep, I don't know. The beeping you guys are hearing is me uh, queuing up the next soundbite. Yeah. So like we said, we had some technical difficulties today. Right. And uh, bear with us. Well, and also a thing that I, I really want to make sure that this podcast is, is genuine. Um, so everything's live. We're not yep. doing it. Everything you hear you is how it sounded when we recorded it. Uh, I'm not post editing anything. Nope. Everything's all you're fresh, getting raw live. footage, raw, raw dog, getting raw dogging footage here, raw dogging footage. All right. So I, I start to talk to to Mark a little bit and see. All right. So you see some ghosts. You're seeing some apparitions and stuff like that. What what else are you experiencing? And he he's got the temperature drops. He's saying that from one bar seat to another. He, Mark, Mike, 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 yeah. Mike. Sorry, it's, sorry. A, it's late night, late night. It I was is. making sure it, you didn't. Thank you, thank you for else. saving me on that one. <laughs> I, I love I you. you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> will you have my babies? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> so from one seat at the bar to another will drop seven to ten degrees, like that. And it, there's no AC on, no drafts in here. Like right now, we have no AC, no fans on, and it is dead ass air. Like it, it is. is so, so hot, hot in here. Bad. I was, uh, yo. If there was, a, if there's a ghost that wants to sit on my lap, give me a cool, nice little breeze. Please don't do that. I, I take that back. No ghosts. Please don't sit on my lap. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> okay, but for real, like, ghosts come sit on my lap. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, girl? Oh shoot! I was gonna make a new. All right, all right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so this has been a common occurrence amongst the workers too: is the smell of flowers or like antique perfume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Per- perfume. I read. It, yeah. It's super weird. Um. In the same smell happening over and over again in different rooms at different times, it it takes away, oh, it's just something from outside or, oh, somebody sprayed some Febreze somewhere or something like that. Right. It's just nobody will be in the restaurant and they'll smell like sweet, old, antique perfume. And that's just so creepy. That's <laughs> just Jessica, one of the waitresses. She literally just eats flowers and she's just farting lavender. She eats candles. They're like, where's this perfume come from? Oh, I just farted. I just ate a whole. Uh, <laughs> Tyler wants candle. to know if Jessica's uh, single. <laughs> Can you please fart Jessica. in my room? <laughs> Jessica, come sit on my lap. So, <laughs> right Jesus, this is a, com- a common occurrence in this is people sitting on Tyler's lap. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, com- yeah. I want all of them, except for the dudes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it until you try it. Anyway, yeah, dude, sure. it's 2020, man. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> It starts to get a little bit crazier to where things are being thrown around. Uh, utensils are being thrown off the shelves in the kitchen. Jesus. Uh, I even have a soundbite of a story he talks about to where something is actually thrown at him in the middle of the air. I'm actually going to really quick turn the fan on because we weren't joking. It is smoldering in here, so you might hear fan noises in the back. Get over it. It's as smoldering as Jay's dashing looks. Oh, thanks, dude. Are you Aww. sure you're not into him sitting Jay, on your lap, bro? not you. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just... Jay... Not you. <laughs> <laughs> brutal. Oh, shoot. I'm honest. What can I say? So, yeah. he Right now, he's plugging in a fan, and he's doing a terrible job because he didn't place the fan close enough to the outlet. So, he's, like, pulling on it, and it's Stupid. almost tipping over. Like, that is a very taut wire right it, now. It is uh, definitely a battle of the wits against Jay against the fan. He is losing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it looks like Jay has finally plugged it in, and yes, he has completed his goal, and he's back. I have a huge sweat stain on this seat from my leaky butt crack because it is so hot and sweaty and muggy in my pants. Back to thrown <laughs> objects and the paranormal. Oh, you, oh, you're tired of hearing about my sweaty pants? All right, cool, 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 I'm cool, not cool. Not cue, no, 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 no. cue the recording. Oh, is that your cue for you? That's cue, cue, <laughs> cue, cue. cue.
We went in the basement. She did hit on a few things that really kind of made me wonder. So she comes up from the basement, and as she's down there in the butcher room, she's grabbing her. Well, this is all jacked up. This is actually the psychic. So cool, cool, we're cool. just going to get right into the psychic. Okay. <laughs> Claiming that she's being Do it live. Throat. I get her out of there. Get her upstairs. We're coming through the area at the bar that I just spoke of where I was sitting with that couple that night talking about the business venture. And I said to her, it was uncomfortable for me. And I said to her, there's a lady that appears in the hallway. I said, there's been three, four, five people who've seen her now. That's all I got out of my mouth. And she said, well, it's not Mary Jane. She goes, that's an older lady and her name is Ruth. Said it to me just like that. She left. I thought, this is screwy. And the rest is history. He finds out it's Ruth in the newspaper and it looks just like Margaret. Okay, so we're going right. to go to the next one now. All right. What's this one? Set it up properly? What is it? <laughs> I believe this is the actual object thrown in the air. Okay. Okay. Looking for some pots and pans one time. Couldn't find the pan I was looking for. Left the kitchen, went out to the bar room area and said to my Bart, you seen that pan, that chafing pan anywhere? And about that time, there's a big clang of pans and stuff falling down the kitchen. I go back in the kitchen. One pan left on the shelf, and of course, it's the one I was looking for. Weird stuff. You can't explain, you know? So yes, uh, an entire thing of pans get thrown off the shelf, and the only pan left on there is a pan that he could not find. What Explain a, what that. What a dick. Expl either either those ghosts were being dicks, or they were trying to be they were super being helpful. helpful. They were like, it but was right here, bro. I Do we have really, to knock all of these off for you to I see I it? I don't know. Why don't you just knock the one that he's looking for off <laughs> right? instead of making him have to pick it so all they're, up? So they're being passive-aggressive helpful. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just like the haunting table, but in ghost form. Yeah, we're yeah, just yeah, all yeah. passive-aggressive All passive-aggressive shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all day, every day. <laughs> so... Um, something that he also talked about is the jukebox, and this has come up multiple times, right? The jukebox is when there's no money in it, it plays randomly. So continually, continually, it will play over and over again on After Sunrise by Sergio Mendez. Is this so? Is this like an old fashioned jukebox? Yes. Like, yes. like, a, like one that has the CDs yes, and stuff? Yes, it's got the CDs and stuff in it. Okay, and, like a legit um, jukebox. Yeah, legit yeah, one. Yeah. No, he doesn't have any more. He, no, and you'll figure out why he no longer has one of those. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Next time on The Haunting Table. <laughs> <laughs> so it continually plays this creepy song. And I'm telling you, it's an acoustic song. And you listen to the first 30 seconds of it. Obviously, we can't play it because it it's will a get copyrighted. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. It's kind of trippy. And it sounds like they try to communicate through the <clears> – <throat> they were trying to communicate through the uh, through the music there. Music, yeah. And he – and this is just his opinion. He believes that maybe she's trying to communicate that she was murdered after sunrise. Right. And, and that's what she's trying to hammer the point home because he's the one that's really investigating and getting into her, her murder. Um, something else that continually plays on the jukebox, not as much, but j pretty frequently, is a song, Jane, Jane, Jane. So. Fuck that. That is 
creepy. That's so weird. That it like so weird. Out of all what the if, songs, what if like the song comes on the chorus, Jane, Jane, Jane plays? I'm assuming like that's got to be in the chorus, right? Yeah, yeah. What if what if like as you're hearing it, you hear a ghost come up to your ear right before every time it says Jane, it goes Mary Jane, Mary Jane. <laughs> Could you? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a fun ghost to have. Mary, Jane, Mary, Jane. I'd be like, Mary, can you please just let me have this? <laughs> right? Can I just, <laughs> just listen to just this song? Let me please? have this one, okay? So, I talked to him about the feelings of the haunting, and he and he starts talking about up here in the dance room, which we are currently in, in the bar, uh, in his office. It, it's very lighthearted. He says it, it's almost like practical joke sometimes. It, you know, it's just it's peaceful. It's just he's coexisting right. with spirits. But the cellar is completely different. The cellar is where all the bad stuff happened. And that's where the speakeasy was. It's where prostitutes, prostitutes were. It's gambling. where, you know, gambling, where people may have been murdered over gambling. It's, it's very, very. You can say may, but. They were pretty sure they were. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred and two percent sure. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that's that's yeah, that's where (laughs) that's gonna be the continual message in this entire podcast. Do the research. Uh, We do the research for you, but for this specific case, of course, we're setting the bar pretty. It's a weird bar we're setting for this episode, just because it is an open case. Moving forward for closed cases, we will just get into speculation and say whatever the hell we want. Yep. But because it's an open case still, uh, we can't say too much, like we said earlier. All right, so this next soundbite is gonna is kind of describing the feeling of the seller in his own words. Obviously, we'll describe what we felt, um, but I've heard multiple people in here uh, describing these very, very, very words. You go in the basement, whole different ball game, whole different ball game. For most, for me, it was initially, you know, I used to open the trap doors and walk down the trap doors into the basement, stuff like that. And I felt kind of creepy opening a trap door and walking down it, but, you know, I sealed them all up and I made a way to get in the basement from the outside. It was basically always there, but I refurbished it and got it going again. It's just foreboding. It's just, um, it's just creepy. It's just it kind of closes Different. in on you or something. And, and, and then. So he, he just says it's, it's like foreboding. It, it, it just weighs in on you. It closes in on you. It It's definitely a different feel down there. And I, I completely get what he's saying when up here is a little bit lighter. You know what right. I mean? The good times happened up here. The fun times happened up here. The dark things happened down there. The I mean, thing, it could have been fun for depending on who you ask. I mean, <laughs> if you, I'm not gonna say <laughs> it. <dude. laughs> if you're if you're paying for a prostitute, dude, you're doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> what you get prostitutes for free, okay. Mr. Anthony? <laughs> no, really? No. Good. All right, let's rephrase that. You shouldn't have to pay. Yeah, we get for it. prostitutes. We, 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 yeah, I mean, do this should be. Free. How about you grow up and you be an adult and you find somebody that loves you. Right. Yeah. Right. Stop go. judging me for my life choices. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the two single oh, guys, the guys that aren't oh, married. Thanks, Anthony. Why don't you just find out. someone that loves you? <laughs> yeah, oh, well. it was that easy. Oh, I'm sorry. Nobody's going to love you guys. <laughs> yeah, we know this. Yeah, okay. And, and you're over here. 
I have a wife. <laughs> I do have a wife, and she loves me very much. She is a sweet lady. She is a sweet lady. She is a terrific woman. I'm, I'm happy for you. She's but a, also, screw she's you. She's a beard. I, I secretly, I love you guys. So yeah, we know. All right, cool. Secretly? Secretly. Well, now it's... It's out in the open. Pretty public. Surprise! <laughs> All um, right, moving on. Moving on. Q, Q, Q. The next break... <laughs> very, very words. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. It's late. <laughs> um, so, the next person I interviewed was Margaret Craig. Uh, I believe she's in her 70s. She's been working here since 1995 so she's Jesus. been here for a while she's the head waitress is she still working here she still works here well that a girl once they open up again yeah once stupid covid once this place COVID opens up my dick! yep she'll be here um good for her she was yeah. an awesome she might have been my favorite interview yeah like she just hit it right on the head the entire Blew time out of the water yep so I'm going to – she kind of explained some of the first few paranormal things that she experienced, and I am going to – hold on just one second. Okay, let well, me – While he cues it up, you hear the beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Doing it live. Doing it live, boys. This is an unprofessional podcast. <laughs> Which we stated in the beginning in the disclaimer. Yes, yes we it was did. Dis- it was disclaimed. Disclaimed, is and that, we're about to disclaim this recording. Here we go. Is that, is that, that, that the, the past tense? Is that the past tense? I'm trying to learn these words real quick. Is that the past tense of disclaim? The very, very word. That sounds stupid. I don't think that's right. Q, Q, Q. One of the first ones, I never really believed in any of this until it actually started happening. And I'm a big believer now. So one of the first things that ever happened was Mike and June, his wife, that since passed on, um, they had Aries. gone somewhere for a couple of days, and I had a key to get into the roadhouse. I was the only one there, and at the time we had these uh, games that sat on the bar that you could play. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go over. I was feeling sort of down, and I just went over and sat there, and I started playing this silly game, and uh, we had a jukebox there. And all of a sudden, I had a favorite song. It was an album, okay? But this one song I just absolutely loved. And I had for a long time, and I'm sitting there feeling rather blue. And all of a sudden, the song popped up, and I thought, oh, well, that's nice, you know? Because <laughs> it's called Random Play on the Machine. Mm-hmm. Well, it played the whole album, and nobody had put any money on. That's impossible, number one. It would just play one song. Hmm. It's a random song, so I just thought, well, okay, it's odd, but it was nice to play the whole album for me. (laughs) (laughs) And then it it jumped forward, I don't know how many years, um, the same jukebox. Mike was telling me that this one song, when he'd come in the roadhouse, would play, like he'd walk in and he'd be there a few minutes, and it would pop up. And it was, there again, it's random play, it never plays the same song. And I asked him eventually what the name of this song was, and it was called After Sunrise. And it's a very eerie song. So it kept on doing this for, I don't know, quite a while. And we had this man that took care of the machines there, call him Jukebox Joe, and uh, we told him about it, and he was humoring us, so he said, Joe. Okay, Joe. I'll yeah. give you a new jukebox, because you're right, that never happens. And uh, he brought in a brand new jukebox, 
and it took about a week and the same thing happened again <laughs> so we told him again and to make a long story short uh it he brought us three juke or two juke two more juke boxes and then we just took the jukebox out for a long time because it was just too weird so they went through four jukeboxes <laughs> all doing the same thing all playing the same song over and over again and it's that that uh that rising after sunrise yeah, uh, after sunrise, sunrise yeah, yeah sorry uh, I, I think the, be- the the best thing i got out of that story was jukebox joe <laughs> sounds like a dope guy to have on your side yeah i know dude <laughs> yo he's just got a slew of jukeboxes you want, you want a little new one here, here you go i'm jukebox joe <laughs> back to the paranormal you douche <laughs> they grow up. hey it's jukebox, it's joe. jukebox joe yeah hey oh. you want a jukebox i got him i'm joe <laughs> <laughs> Real original name. Um, <laughs> anyways, not only I feel like that just reinforces the fact that the spirits here are trying to, to communicate through the jukebox. Yeah, um, I feel like that's that's kind of a a, a, a popular medium for ghosts. Yeah, to yeah. S- yeah, communicate through music. Exactly, and, and, and it doesn't sunrise. It's so. That still weirds me out. It it I like. Have it. you heard that song? Oh yeah, I listened to the whole yeah uh, the whole thing. It's so me, yeah. fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah. Um, the whole thing. So we'd not, play we'd play a clip for you guys if we could. We, but yeah, really. We do would. your research. <laughs> do your research. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "All right, we're done with this podcast." Fuck they tell me to do my research one so more fucking I have time. To do it's, too many things. <laughs> it's after sunrise by Sergio Mendez. Um, yeah, there he, you go. Research that. <laughs> just research it. Um, but the fact that it played her favorite song when right. she was heartbroken, she it was. Unbreak, I believe it was Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton was was Good the song, was the song and the album. And it played the entire album for her. So at first you're like, dope. And then you're like, what? what? And, and then, then you're like, like what stop. the fuck? <laughs> I want to get stop, off no. this ride. <laughs> Mom, let me have a roller coaster of emotions I'm on right now. <laughs> but, I mean, it just kind of shows that I, I feel like it. Up here, it's just different. You know, I think they're oh, yeah. helpful. I well, think, definitely. Yeah. So we start talking a little bit, the jukeboxing. And if you're wondering about the the audio quality, it's because he, he'd interviewed her over the phone. Yes, yeah, sorry. She was 70 years old, and she didn't feel comfortable speaking with me face-to-face right. because of the COVID situation. Right. Perfectly understand. Um, which I completely respected yep. that. I was actually surprised that she would even take the phone call because she was scheduled to sit down and talk with me right after Mike. And he's like, she canceled. And I was like, can you call her and just see if she'll do this over the phone? Because I really want to talk to her. Because so, he yeah, referenced yeah. her all the time. This is March. Yeah. Like, this is the girl that's the in all the Marge. Yeah. Yeah, the Marge. So I really wanted to talk Props to her. Props to Marge. And you're going to get a lot of Marge in this because, I mean, her stories are pretty cool. Yeah. So, Props to Marge, though. Uh, yep. for, we're going we're to go this. ahead. And uh, I, I really don't think this one needs much. I guess for uh, context on it, it's just a cool story. So Q, 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 Q. Um, anyway, Stanley Scridlow had relatives and a man and a wife came in here again. Mike and June were gone for the day. And this husband and wife, I presume, walked in. And I just happened to be in the hallway by the front door when they came in. And I said, they looked confused. And I said, may I help you? And they said, is Mike Arians here? And I said, oh, I'm really sorry. He and his wife are gone for the day. And he he sort of went, what? And I said, is there a problem? And he goes, well, I had a meeting with him today. 
And I said, oh, I'm really sorry. Um, what is your last name? And it was Squidlow. And I went, oh, my goodness, how odd is this? So anyway, they left. And I went in the kitchen, and I was telling my workers in the kitchen. I had a waitress there and the cook. And the cook was standing at the end of the cook line. I was leaning against the white cabinets and by him. And my waitress was leaning on the other side up against the uh, ice machine. And we were talking, and we all had our backs looking at the cook. The two of us were looking at the cook. And there's a little, Mike will show you, there's a little a room off of the kitchen with a little wall coming out. And all of a sudden, this water pitcher, this plastic, somehow came off that high shelf around the corner of that wall. And it just flew through the air and landed right in the middle of all three of us. As I was explaining about Stanley Scridlow's relatives. Uh, just a, was thirsty. It's yeah. It's uh, Stanley Scrid- Scridlaw is what yeah. she was meaning. Um, which is fine. Uh, yeah. Just wanted to clarify that for the the listeners. So, to paraphrase, Stanley's parents come here to meet Mike. Mike somehow misses the scheduling, blows him off. They're upset. They leave. She talks to the other workers like, "Hey, his parents came here and they just got turned away." And then a plastic pitcher gets thrown around a corner and right into the middle of them as soon as she's mentioning the Skridlas. How how old were they? They had to have been I mean, they had what, to have what been What year was this? I don't she didn't give me the year that this happened, but his I, parents cuz he was 20 he was 28 yeah. in in 1948. Maybe it was just fit. maybe it was grandparents. Maybe it was grandparents. Or not, I mean, not grandparents, maybe relatives. Relatives? (laughs) Sorry, sorry, relatives. Maybe his grandparents, you know, came from the grave, turned into (laughs) zombies, and came out here. Um, Don't judge them. Don't fucking judge them. You do you. Yeah, if you want to zombie it up, dude. Zombie grandparents. Get at it, bro. Um, But... How crazy is that? That's nuts. That would scare the, the shit. I would have been me. like, I'm done. I quit. Yeah. I'm out. Are you thirsty? Because you can just ask. You don't need to throw the pitcher in. And the fact that I feel like Stanley was upset. I do. I feel like his parents or his relatives or whatever got blown off. And he, you know, who yeah. knows? If he's still here, wouldn't you want to be around your relatives? Yeah. You know what I mean? He He's obviously stuck here for some reason if he is here. And they finally come in. And they leave immediately because some, you know, Mike forgets the scheduling. I'd be pissed too. So right. as soon as he's that, you know, as soon as Stanley's parents or relatives are mentioned, he gets angry and throws a plastic pitcher at him, or at least lets him know, hey, th- that's that's pretty fucked up, dude. Yeah. Now I'm curious. Did she say parents? I don't know. Do we want to play it back? Oh, yeah, I want to hear this. I want to hear okay, this. I, want to, I just, I just want to make sure. Yeah, let's let's. I want uh, to hear what the relative she said. We're going to go back. Boop, 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 boop. Um. Anyway, Stanley Scridlow had relatives and. Oh, just relatives. Okay. My bad. Relatives. My bad. It was relatives. It was relatives. Um. But still, family members. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. Crazy. I just. It's it's absolutely yeah. just bonkers. Bonkers. Um. I asked Margaret exactly. What other stuff was she experiencing besides these very unique paranormal experiences here? And yep. she starts talking about seeing shadow figures by the front door, a.k.a. Ruth, um, 
sm smelling faint old perfume with no customers in the building. Jessica's flowers. It, antique, old perfume, same smell in different locations. At different times. Yeah. And just like a faint hint of it. It's Jessica farting in different rooms. That's what it is. <laughs> um, but like, My dude, that's girlfriend. just, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. That's it, crazy. It's just, it blows my mind. And that's why I really like Margaret's like, she's just so spot on with all yeah. of her storytelling. Um, I asked Margaret who, who resides in this building or who she believes resides yeah. in this building. And that's going to go ahead and lead me into the next transition. Q, 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 Oh gosh. Um, well, we had a psychic lady who we really, we, likewise, I never believed in psychics, but if you ever met this lady, you never have to say a word to her, she tells you. And when we first met her, she walked in through the front door and sort of stopped. And she said uh, something about who, who is so-and-so. Well, we had no idea who she was talking about. Mike thought she was crazy. <laughs> and uh, it turned out, to make a long story short, that it wasn't Mary Jane. It was a gal, she said it's Ruth. Her name is Ruth. Well, we didn't know anybody named Ruth at all. And after Mike had done some research, to make a long story short again, he found out that her mother's name was Ruth. And so I presume she sort of went crazy, I guess, for about a year after her daughter had passed and was put away for a while because she just couldn't handle it. I, yeah, I can definitely understand how that could break somebody, losing their young daughter like that. Absolutely. Um, so that was very odd, to say the least. And um, I also believe that uh, the guy that we think that killed her is still in that building. Okay. Uh, can you explain to me why why you think that? Um, well, when we did the Dead Files, uh, the show from the Travel Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, the Dead Files, the Travel Channel has all been at this location. Yeah. Um, here we are. This, this story here is bonkers, and this is where it's going to tie into the research, research, research. Research. Yeah, so... so this is this is where the eggshells reside that we cannot necessarily. No, this walk is to this is not this is we're gonna play it, but this is not what we're saying. This yes. is this is a an a witness testimony of of the dead files. Okay, the show that's already out there, public domain. Yes, but yep. uh, this is not this is not this reflect is not our what opinions. we believe. Yep, this is or not our the opinions. people who spoke to us. This is coming from someone else. Yes, come so. Yep, completely, keep that in mind. completely different. Person. But it's still, it's still, I mean, kind of crazy that she just says the same story that Mike was talking about. Yeah. Um, the psychic coming in and just be like, "Not as Ruth." And that's and that's why I added that in there. Yeah, sometimes some of these are kind of uh, overlapping, but when you have multiple witnesses and these people weren't in the same room, right? They were, you know, she wasn't even expecting to talk to me that day. And they're coming up with the same stories, the same hauntings, almost word for word from each other. Yeah. It's just, it D collaborates the story and it makes me, and me being in the profession I am, I kind of have a pretty high bullshit meter. Um, <laughs> as, a, as a police officer. Yeah. Like I can usually tell who who's bullshitting me and, who, and who's, I guess, honest and legitimate. Yeah. And I, 
I don't believe Mike is bullshitting on this. I yeah. don't. Uh, I think I think he gets he's excited about this, and that can. I'm not saying he has done it anything. Can, it can change what it, someone says. It, it it can lead you into directions that maybe you normally wouldn't lead into. Right. Um. But Margaret is. Just, this was easily, like I said, my favorite. My favorite. Yeah. Just because she was so blunt, so honest, and just completely. That there's nothing. There's no reason for him her yeah, to lie about to it. lie about anything. So from what I'm hearing and from what I've looked into myself, it looks like most of the sightings and hauntings here aren't even Mary Mary Jane. No. No. Is um, she so do, does she even I don't know. I I don't know. Um that is something that really was never answered. Yeah. Uh, uh bes- besides spoiler alert we didn't find anything about mary jane here either during our investigation no we didn't um we found something that maybe kind of pertains to this next part of this recording from the dead files from the dead files qqq qqq all righty she was uh standing down below what we call down below on the dance floor area and she told us no no uh in the restaurant itself oh okay but there's a bar, and then I call it the down below. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and she mentioned the fact later on to us that she had never been blocked from talking to dead people before, and uh, we found that odd, and so did she, because she said it had never happened to her in all the years she had been doing this kind of work. And... Um, then later, when we were sitting at the table, they called the reveal. We had the detective and herself and me and Mike. And uh, they were going back and forth, and he got angry at her because he didn't think that it was uh, the guy that... So, what does she mean by blocked? She means like something was stopping another spirit from communicating with her. So she knew she could tell the spirit was there and that something another entity was stopping the communication or blocking the communication and that's why she was so like baffled yeah that yeah there there was something hovering over that other spirit how does that look to a medium i would love to uh, on one of these episodes uh, one of these shows that we do get an actual medium yeah but i'm very skeptical to a medium like i'm open yes to it for a medium to say that they know the spirit's there and something's blocking it. Are they seeing like, are they seeing the spirit there and then another spirit just being like, no, or how does that? I don't know. I do. I think it's just one of those things to you where you have it, like it or you feeling, don't you have know? it, yeah. you know? And, and that's right after she was just like, oh yeah, that's Ruth, by the way. Or who's Ruth? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just walking in and be like, oh, who's Ruth? Everyone's like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> Just crazy. Right. So, um, let's get back into yeah. the psychic. Sure. Thought that killed them, the two people. Um, he thought it was somebody else, and she looked at him like, no. And he got angry, sort of, at her, and he said, well, who do you think it was? And under her breath, but you could hear it, it's in the show, she went, the cop. We're going to tiptoe over that. Um, yeah. But that is that is a big statement. Very big statement. So watch the Dead Files if you want to watch that. Or uh, or don't. 
or don't just watch and, just or listen, listen to this podcast, podcast. Yeah, yeah. there you go so uh or do your research do your research <laughs> yeah so we're not we're, we're just messing with the, with the with you guys on this one saying do your research obviously you don't have to do your research you don't have to do research we just uh this specific story is a little iffy on us, yeah it, it is an open investigation <clears throat> there's litigation on other aspects of this that are going through the courts right now um and that's why we're being so hesitant of it because i a i respect the judicial process right uh, obviously because of my job and stuff so i just don't want to get caught into something that's going to affect my career right or um possibly ruin an investigation especially a a double homicide investigation right so when we say do your research it's probably only going to be this one time. Yeah. <laughs> the rest episode. the rest of the podcast will be doing your research. <laughs> we'll do the research for you. <laughs> Cuz we did the research for you. We just can't tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. 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 So, now let's uh I ask her about the feel of this place, like the haunting. She's right. been here for like 20 30 years um in the 90s yeah, yeah so 90s like 20 well about I mean, 90, almost 30 95 30, yeah yeah mid 20s 30, yeah, yeah crazy amount of time here yeah she's like the upstairs it feels like there's a motherly kind of aspect to it which would kind of coincide with ruth because she's kind of she's a mom a mom yeah, yeah right. um kind of lighthearted, joking you know but the basement it's just like i said it's different it's heavy some people complain that they can't breathe yeah. Uh that they're being choked. It's I will say though, it is it is just muggy down there. It, it it's is it's an old basement with open just just open cement and brick wall. Yes, but I think to the point to where people were being choked and they left. They 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 left yeah. the tour that they paid for because it was too much. Fair. I it's just yeah. Let's just <laughs> leave it at that. Yeah, let's leave it at that. Let's, but yeah, you know the let's... basement. The basement is a different feel. Yeah, and I actually have her soundbite for that too. So Q Q Q Q Q Q. Oh gosh, um, you know, likewise. Years ago, it was just Mike and me. Everybody had left. We were cleaning up, and we sat down at the bar, and it was very quiet. No, no music was playing. Nothing was going on, and Mike said. To me, he had to find something in the kitchen. It was some kind of a pan or something. Sorry, I actually didn't QQQQ that properly. This is actually (laughs) the same story that Mike gave about the pot. And this is where I'm saying that they they work hand in hand. This is the same story that Mike gave that Marker gave me from a different perspective. Yeah. So this is the, the... the pots getting thrown in Wait, the kitchen. So what was the one you were trying to play? Uh, I don't think I have that one actually. Oh, cool, 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 so, cool, 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 cool. What was that cool, cool. for? Uh, yeah, it was just her describing. It. it was her. It was her describing the basement, yeah. saying okay. that she she doesn't like it down there. That the um, this is paraphrasing. She doesn't like it down there. The the poker room and the butcher area, the meat yeah. storage section, is just really kind of dark and yeah. heavy. And if you're watching the YouTube version of this, we'll be popping up pictures for you yeah. so you can see them. It's just it's if it, like kind of like what I felt like yeah. it just I I'm not a feel kind of guy. You know what I mean? I'm not psychic. I don't you know I'm not I don't believe it, but 
uh, I just kind of skeptical. But you could, it's definitely different. And if every time I'm like, yeah, it definitely feels different, everyone's kind of like, yeah, yeah. What would you guys say? How how do you guys feel in the basement oh, compared uh, to up here? Oh, definitely eerie. Um, I could easily, without feeling weird, walk around up here. Yeah. Uh, I still I still feel a little weird, but downstairs it's like. In that basement, that's I don't want to be there. Like yeah. I, I just, I feel yeah. like I'm trespassing. Yeah. Like I'm not supposed to be it's there. Not a, it's not a, it's not a welcoming feel. No, no. What about you, Tyler? I mean, I don't like basements anyway. There's like a spider down there and shit, so <laughs> I'm not a fan, regardless. But spiders, spiders, boy. Spiders. Um, but no, it definitely did feel. It was a little, little bit heavier. Um, there were a few places I didn't really want to be. Um. At times it wasn't it wasn't too bad it wasn't like overwhelming or anything where like I'm gonna leave or get out of there but uh, yeah definitely it 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 feels different than being up here like this doesn't yeah. feel as too creepy. bad it doesn't like, feel as creepy yeah like yeah, it, yeah that's the thing it, it doesn't feel creepy like it's just it it does feel a little bit different so yeah all right let's get back into Good it. <laughs> And he went and he came back, sat down, and he said, well, I couldn't find it. I have no idea what happened to that pan. And so we were sitting there, and about five minutes later, if that, uh, all of a sudden out of the kitchen, there was just this horrible loud noise, clang, clang, just a horrible thing. So we both raced in there to see what was going on, and every pan on that shelf had fallen off all shelves it was like three or two shelves everything had fallen out of there except for the one pan he had been looking for (laughs) hey marge that's a pretty like bass awkward way of doing that ghost yeah Yeah, right you dick yeah could just throw one of them on the ground same story yeah like literally almost word for word and it's not like they're she's pausing to try to think oh how was i supposed to say this story it's that thing. That story's been imprinted in her brain. Yeah, I mean, they could have been telling the story for a long for time. for a long so. time. But, but still, yeah, still. All right, after that was it for Margaret. So was that? That was it. That was it for Margaret. But that's a lot. What was what, what was Mike about to ask her? He was he was about to say something to her. Uh, I forgot he asked you her. Have about it in there, did, you have it? Yeah, yeah, I can keep yeah, playing. Play it up. Right. Tell yeah. him. I, I, did, I told him that as well, but that's that's fine. Tell him about that mu- music. That faint music that we used to hear all the time and still do from time. Oh, well, yeah. Upstairs in what we called his office in the barn. Um, I was up there one day, uh, sitting up there doing something, and you couldn't, you can't hear anything up there. And all of a sudden, I could hear this real faint music. And I'm going, and it was very old fashioned music. And I thought, well, how odd is this? And I. Yeah, so she's she hears old swing music because here at the Stenhouse, what it used to be, they used to have live swing bang, bands here. Yeah, and people would come from all over. And this place, from from all recollections, was popping. Like popping, that, that'd be so cool. Hella popping. Yeah. Hell yeah! Like, like old timey shit. That'd be awesome yeah. to go like watch an old swing or Hell jazz band. Yeah, play. and being able yeah. to actually like dance, like swing dance, would right. be fucking awesome and being able to wear a top hat without having to say milady or yeah. like or look like a douche or a fedora yeah without looking like a straight douche yeah you freaking hippie 
Hey, if you like fedoras, douche. more power to you. Yeah. You no. douche. This is a judge zone, so you're a douche. Um. Yeah, if, if, uh, that's also a disclaimer, we should, a disclaimer we should put out there in the beginning. Uh, we like to make jokes and rag on people, yeah. uh, mainly ourselves and each other, but we all, we'll also throw out jokes about I'm, other other I'm things. So if, if, if you're you going to get... fedora, yeah, I'm sorry. If you're going to get offended... Change you, the hat, bro. <laughs> if you're going to get offended, then... Uh, you you might not enjoy too much of what we say. Yeah. So, um, if so I shouldn't listen to this later on because I'm. Yeah. You yeah, shouldn't feel no, judged. You should. Yeah. yeah definitely. All right. Cool. I'll it, go cut my fedora. But yeah. If yeah. <laughs> if you're not Justin Timberlake, throw that shit out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 If okay. you're not bringing sexy back, bro. <laughs> what are you even doing? What are you even doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. I'm um, moving on. So the next and final person I interviewed was uh was it Brandon Johnson? I believe. Yes, Brandon Johnson. Uh, he's the operational manager here. He's actually the guy that came here and we spoke to a yeah. little bit. Um, yeah. Very nice guy. Exactly. Yeah. He did, he, yeah, he came in a little bit. We were having issues with the uh, internet, like we said earlier. We were just having technical technical issues all night long. So he came in to take, take a look at the internet. So I asked him, what was his experiences like? And these are a little bit long, but they're, they're good. They're juicy. Yeah. Like, so... Let's just go right into it, because this is... Uh, is this a YouTube intro? Let's just jump right just into it. Go. We're going right into Smack it. Smack that subscribe button, hit that bell. Pull that chair up to the haunting table and jump right into this. Biggest, the biggest thing is seeing things out of the corner of your eye. Um, that I'm sure between talking to them, you hear, heard about the lady in the hallway, mm-hmm. which that I didn't even... I, I knew kind of the backstory of the Roadhouse when I started here, but I didn't really believe in a lot of it. I mean, I did, but I didn't. And um, when I first started here, there were several times. Um, if you're at the bar, I don't know if you've been back there or not, but there's a hall or there's an area that walks that goes out to the hallway here, mm-hmm. um, to where you can get access to the dining room or other areas of the building. And I actually would see someone walking past enough to where I'd actually stop what I was doing, go to greet them, to seat them, mm-hmm. and there's nobody there. And that's happened dozens of times. Dozens of times. Dozens of times. I mean, crystal clear though. I mean, it's it's not just like I think I saw something. It was enough that after it happened the first probably four or five times that I actually went and found Mike and I was pissed. And I was just like, what is going on? Why are you guys playing tricks on me? What What is this? And he's like, what are you talking about? And, and I told him what I experienced. He's like, sit down. We need to talk. Okay. You know? And Four or five times, he says. Stopping like, what you're doing right. to see a guest. See somebody. To go and greet them and be like, what's up, dude? What an idiot. He doesn't know ghosts don't eat. Grow up, Jeff. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Back to the fucking recording. Jesus. And he kind of filled me in that that's been happening to other people as well. Okay. So that would be probably, that's the most common thing that I've experienced. So when you're seeing out of the corner of your eye, is it just like a shadow or are you actually seeing like a figure of a person? It seems like a figure of a person to me. Okay. I mean, like I said, it's enough to where it was, you know, if it was a shadow or something like a car driving past, putting a reflection on the wall, that's different. But to me, it was enough that I actually went after it to you know see what they wanted to eat or get them started were you able to determine like if they were male or female at all or it's all she's always been referred to the lady in the hallway i what i see is not distinct enough to me to determine male or female okay just it's 2020 we don't judge yeah we don't but yeah crazy yeah (laughs) what the hell sorry it's i'd like to i'd like to witness it for myself but you know I would pee myself if I legit looked over there. One I've been glancing a lot, to hoping that Same, I would I'm, maybe I've catch looking, something. Yeah, I've been looking but, a lot. Yeah, I've I been mean, checking over there and behind these, us. These so. are people like 
I kind of think of ghosts like normal human beings. First off, they don't like change. And that's where a lot of things will happen with businesses where they'll get hauntings or old buildings when they start to get remodeled because right. they're used to a specific way of something. They're, they're you, setting their pattern. Yeah. Pretty much. As human beings, most likely, most of us hate change, right? You just, yeah. you get comfortable. Um, as soon I, as I guess, except for the ghosts that came in during the, uh, remodel it was like this is gonna look good because it's gonna like change because it because it look it's gonna look like how it used to because what i believe what it was is it was getting remodeled to be like a greek restaurant i think is what is what mike was saying so complete different feel so that would make sense like yeah Fuck so that was, place. So let's go. I want it back to my dance club. You know right, what I mean? She was happy it's going back to. Yeah, she was happy it's going how back. How it was. How it was. Like, and right, that's cool. why she was phrasing. Oh, this is gonna look just like how it used yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I talked to him a little bit more. I I asked him what other experiences. A lot of banging noises, which uh, we will get into a little bit later. Like we notice, we yes. notice a lot oh, of banging, yeah. and not just like your normal old settling houses, like just unexplainable situations that continually happen slamming yeah. doors that, uh, he's heard yeah. doors getting slammed um in the sound of footsteps which we kind of debunked in the basement we thought we heard heavy footsteps that were kind of sounding like but yeah. what we notice is that there's a like an ac vent down there and whenever the ac the pressure within the ac vent uh it would flex it, it would, would flex make, the uh the yeah, the duct work yeah and and jay was the first one to kind of notice it and shout out to him for uh <laughs> for having ears <laughs> for having ears and using his big brain big that brain big brain big brain big pp big brain <laughs> yeah i mean i was also lucky enough to be standing underneath it but i heard footsteps i was like yo you hear those we yeah. stopped for a second and then we're like look up then we kind of moved it a little bit felt it it's like okay yep there's the footsteps so i asked him a little bit more, and that's going to lead us into the soundbite of, of more hauntings that he's witnessed. It's kind of a short clip, but it, it, I felt like it was doable for something that you guys might want to hear. There. I've been in the building by myself down on the computer waiting for him, and that area of the building is all hardwood. And actually here, what sounds like heavy footsteps to me would be more of a male, but I guess it could be anybody. But that distinctive foot, you know, footsteps on hardwood to where I actually say, hey, Mike, what's up? And turn around and there's nobody there. And that's happening where? Uh, down sitting at the computer. Okay. Uh- so that kind of takes what we were talking about away, right? Because we were like, it's de- if you're hearing it from underneath in the basement, mm-hmm. um, you're not going to hear those vents sounding like footsteps like that on hardwood like that. I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, you could. But I'll take it with a grain of salt. I'll take it like yeah. and yeah, yeah, and I'll take it with a grain of salt. I'm not. It's not com- his footsteps are not completely debunked. Right. But the footsteps that we were hearing from the basement, sounding like he was overhead where the vents were, definitely debunked. Right. We. I guess we have to look at where the vents are around here because maybe if it's flexing in there, it'll send this that sound out. Yeah, to, it's it's a possibility. So. It, it, it is a possibility, but right. the night. Is young and let's get <laughs> nice back young. into Q Q Q Actually, I asked him who yeah, resides in this up. building. Set the, I, set this clip up. Which yeah, I asked him who who resides in this building and who maybe he believes is residing in this building, and uh, he gives quite a few answers. So let's listen to it. I guess it depends on the day. It sounds silly to say that, but I mean, you know, like Marge was saying, you know, and I I kind of you know you kind of sense like a motherly figure or something, you know, with that like a woman or something walking in the hallway, even though it's not determined, you know, I can't determine that by looks just, it, it just kind of has that feeling like a woman, but like, for example, the basement, it definitely feels like there's, you know, whether it's 
you know, someone that was involved in the case or any other manly figure that's very aggressive and pissed off. Okay. The so basement's, yeah, that's not my happy place. Okay, so the basement, it sounds like, is the recurring thing where it's kind of got that darker kind of energy kind of feel to it. That back poker room down there, and as well as the butcher room that's down there. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, Jason, our cook that works here, oh, that's about what you're going to say, too, yeah. We, he, he jokes with me because he's not as heavy as I am, but he's just as big and, you know, broad shoulders and such. And he'll be like, hey, can you go get the chicken down out of the basement? And I'm like, you know, why don't you go get the chicken? He's like, well, why don't you come with me? <laughs> and here we are, two grown men walking down in the basement with each other because we won't go down there by ourselves. So I'm going to briefly pause there. This guy, by the way, is a big man. He's yeah. probably, what, 6'3", uh, at least probably 270. Yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah. And he's having another big dude accompany him into the basement because they're scared. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Weird feelings. Yeah, dude. Weird feelings. Just strange. So, I'm going to go to the next one. It literally, it just, it, that it, that feeling, and I think everybody's had it in one place or another where you just feel like someone's standing right behind you. Mm-hmm. But it felt like there was dozens of people standing behind me. Wow. Brandon? So he feels like multiple people. We we've all had that feeling, right? Where we're in a spot and we're like, I got like eyes are on me yeah. and nobody's there. But you know, so I guess sometimes here it's more than than one or two. Yeah, I'm situating myself here because the, these leather chairs are just awful. Because my I'm, I think they're comfortable. Yeah. Cool. I'm also butt ass naked, so I'm actually not butt ass naked. Glad you think they're comfortable. Anyway, watch the YouTube video; you'll see that he's not lying. Yeah, he's butt I'm, naked. I'm constantly situating myself here. I don't know; my butt is sweating on these these leather seats, and it is causing it to itch consistently. Maybe wear pants next time. I, I will do whatever. Hemorrhoids. I will do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Those are that's not the joke about stop. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry if you had hemorrhoids. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. I yeah, that was rude. I'm sorry to hemorrhoidians. So, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're gonna transition away from hemorrhoids into paranormal. Um, oh, okay, yeah. So he, they were worried, and then that's gonna lead us into our own investigation. Yeah. So we, that was so that wraps up the clips. Yeah, that's that was the interviews, and yeah. I appreciate all of them that gave their time and uh, kind of gave us their, their little stories. Yeah. Because the thing is when. When you come out and like, oh yeah, I believe in ghosts. This is what's happening to me. A, a lot of you get a lot of backfeed of like you're crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And to to have the the, the balls to just be like, dude, this is what I see. I know there's a ghost here and shit's haunted. You know, yep. is I think it speaks volumes of credibility towards them themselves. So, but agreed. What? So Jay, do you want to kind of explain what we did? Uh, to kind of start yeah. off our investigation. <clears throat> yes, I yes I do. So, our investigation was kind of basic, uh, for for the most part. Um, it was just me and Anthony for about an hour and a half. We didn't do anything too extensive. We had EMF and EV, EVP, or EMF and yeah, electronic voice phenomenon is EVP. That's that's what he's playing these sound bites off of was an EVP device, uh, and then the EMF reader was. Just kind of electronic, electric, electric magnetic pulse meters. Uh, if there's a spike in electric electromagnetic uh, fields around it, it'll start, you know, beeping and the needle start moving and showing that you know something's going on here. Um, 
a lot of people will use those and get false readings because they're by lights or by open wires up in the ceiling. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of wires going through the ceiling. Uh, but we had that, and then we had our cameras that are infrared on it. So we were infrared. I think just night vision. It's, it's semi-night vision, uh, yeah. I don't know. So, But we set those up, and we walked around. Uh, we got a couple a couple little voice things here. We, nothing, we didn't get any any ghosts saying things to us that we know of, not, not that we were able to find. But we got a couple sounds that I, I can play a couple here. Let me pull this up for us. So we got one. We were sitting in the um, – sitting in the upstairs – in the bar, in the bar area, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler, Anthony, and I were sitting up there, and then he asks uh, if Ruth is around. So let's hear this real quick. Um, we're gonna have to plug this in. Oh, yep. Sorry about that. <laughs> we're we're new. We're we're professionals. This is not professional. Yeah, we are. We are. We are professionals here. We are so amateurs. We are amateur professionals. We are amateurs. But anyway, so here we go. Let's I'm a professional. Let's, no, you're not. Let's take a listen to this. Shut so up. this is us <laughs> in the bar. And then Anthony asks Ruth a question. Ruth, are you here? Really hard to hear exactly what that was, but... For us, it was it was it was relatively loud. So he asks Ruth if she's there. Play it again. I'll bring yeah, it back to just a little bit before the noise. That way, people can. Yeah. So so we sit. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it up. I'm gonna crank it up. Enhancing. Enhancing. Enhance the image. Enhance. Zoom in. Um. Yeah. So he asks Ruth, "Are you there?" Pause. We're all standing still. Nobody's moving. Nobody. Yeah. There's nobody in this building. I, it's just us. Yeah, yeah. Jay. Jay was behind the bar. Was not moving at all. Anthony and I were sitting next to each other. On the opposite side of the bar, holding hands, right, holding hands, looking longingly into each other's eyes, but yeah, sharing no one... a shot of uh, water, yeah, uh, drowning our sorrows, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no one was moving, nothing. Yep, and then so here, let me play this. Let me, I'm gonna isolate it. I'm gonna zoom in. I'm gonna enhance it. Enhance, enhance, enhance. Uh, and then this is the sound again, one more time. So let me play it one more time. Just listen real close. So there's a little little tap there. It's like a stomp. Yeah, yeah. it was. It's 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 not like a. It didn't sound like something settling, settling or, or shifting. It didn't sound like something kicking on or turning on. It sounded literally, if, literally like this. Like yeah, that's literally what it sounded. And it sounded, sorry, it sounded uh, <laughs> way louder in person. Yeah, like, it, it really to did. the point to where we all froze and we like. Well, it, if you wait here in a second, yeah, just here, play it. Just yeah, play so it. I'll play it. We'll play the sound again, and then I'll let the clip play through. Was that you? Jay wasn't, he wasn't moving. Yeah, it was, uh, he said that wasn't me. Jay wasn't moving. Yeah. So that it's very rare you actually hear these things live. Um, yeah. I'd probably say I'm the most experienced paranormal investigator in this group. Um, I'm just investigator over here. I used to be paranormal part of a group up in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Um, and did some cool stuff like exercising houses and stuff like that. Um, and very rarely do you actually hear things live. Right. Like yeah. actual, it takes a lot of energy for things to be moved like poltergeist style in 
the the living realm, the living world, or whatever the hell you want to pronounce it, from like the spirit realm. Right. Um, and that's I feel like that's why a lot of our batteries were getting zapped today, is because they were using a lot of energy moving things, throwing things in our investigations. Like I've, we'll get to them, but we've had quite. A lot of banging, and, and a you're lot talking of, about not today. You're talking about in your other investigations. No, I'm saying today. There was no. Well, I didn't. I didn't witness anything moving I heard, or being thrown. I I heard things being moved and thrown in. Well, that's something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, who knows what yeah, it is? Yeah. Yeah, that's something. It could be but, something. But in mine, it sounded like an object was thrown. Yeah. And we'll get to that in a second. Um, but so. Uh, so that was that one. That was asking for Ruth. A little tap there. Uh, now we are in the basement. We are in the meat locker. This makes sound pretty bad. Pretty, yeah. the, the butcher's room. That's our next podcast. Check, check, out, the, <laughs> check out the description the for meat, other podcasts. The meat locker. <laughs> the meat locker. Uh, for uh, my OnlyFans or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> <laughs> A Snapchat premium. Uh, but we're in the basement uh, in the cellar, and we're, uh, we are in the, the meat locker. now. The, what the, so what this meat locker was exactly was back in the Prohibition area there. Back in that time, there there was a shortage on meat during one of the world wars. I can't remember. I think it was World War Two. So it was during World War One and World War Two. There was a meat yeah. uh, shortage here in America because most of the meat was getting sent to the front lines. Right. It's how spam was created. Right. right Substitute right. ham. That's yeah. that's what it stands for. So they had to make fake meat for the people here to eat while all the real yeah. meat was getting shipped overseas. So so there was uh so they had like a little room down there. It was like a bootlegging for meat. That you were you weren't allowed to do that. Uh, the meat had to go to the troops. So down there, you would go and you would buy black market meat. Um, so that's kind of the little story back backstory with that. For, it sounds like from from speaking with Mike and his researches, they were bringing prohibition alcohol in here, yeah, or alcohol or moonshine or whatever, and then they were taking meat back to Chicago. Where the bigwigs in Chicago were eating the meat, prohibition style meat, meat edition, um, right. <laughs> in the in the big city. So like they were bringing Quid alcohol here, and then they were taking meat back. Quid pro quo. Yes. Yes. So so we're down in this little this little meat cellar area, um, and then this is the the little sound we got here. Super weird. Yeah. You want to touch my arm? Touch Jay's arm. Uh, I, I revoke that permission. <laughs> he, he just, he just, he just you randomly. Pussy. <laughs> you fucking pussy. He randomly volunteers me to be touched. He's like, bro, you can volunteer your goddamn self. Do you want to touch me or do you want to jerk Jay off? <laughs> Jay, See, that's different. Jay and I literally didn't say looked that. at each other like, wait, what? Yeah. Touch me, ghost off. daddy. No. <laughs> touch me, touch ghost, me ghost daddy. daddy. So we, we start, me and Tyler immediately look at each other like, the fuck did you just volunteer me to be touched? Who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you volunteering me for this? But anyway, so uh, let's let's start that again. You want to touch my arm? Touch Jay's arm? Uh, I I revoke that permission. Okay, don't touch only the only person that you are allowed to touch their arm is me. Hard backtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I am the only one you're allowed to touch now. Make a U-turn. <laughs> Make a U-turn. Right. Yeah, uh, uh, Jay doesn't like that idea. You can only touch me. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. That 
spike in laughter there was really, really loud. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm going to burst your ears out. All right, moving on. Playing that again. To touch their arm is me. You can whisper in my ear if you don't want the cop to hear it. Right there. I don't know what that was. It's like a shh. Yeah. Or it sounded like someone going, eh. The grudge. It was the grudge. I don't think it was less. Uh, and more like. I it, think it, it, was, it was a little more high pitch. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. if. It almost sounded like a, like, like, like a wheel, like a spinning wheel to sharpen a blade. Like the, someone putting a knife on that spinning wheel. Did you do that, Mr. Armor Blacksmith guy? You do that regularly? <laughs> do you know what that sounds like? I don't. I know I've what it seen sounds movies. like. Yeah I, yeah, I know what it sounds like to put a blade on a rock. Anthony, yes. <laughs> okay. Play one more time. Yeah, yeah, play yeah. one more time. <laughs> let's see. Let's play that. You fucking medieval Neanderthal. So yeah. maybe it's somebody's shh. You say whisper in your ear so the cop doesn't, yeah, doesn't hear. So we're, we're kind of trying to play, play roles down there. So Anthony obviously was a cop and he's down there in a area where you know crime was rampant so did they want the cop to be there i told him to go whisper in my ear if he wanted didn't want the cop to hear it and immediately yeah so let's play it again let's take a listen yeah we don't know what that was it's. It also sounds like it could be something starting up, like a like a fan starting up or water running in a pipe, like you said. But there was nothing running. We um, asked Mike yeah. if yeah. if anything in that corner. We explained exactly where it came from, and he's mm-hmm. like, "There's nothing in that area that would even remotely sound like." Yeah, and we even looked. There was no piping. There's there. nothing there. Uh, yeah. the, the air conditioning was already on, so it's yeah. not like it was starting up or doing something weird. There was no there's no motor in there that could be grinding on itself. Yeah. So. Don't know what that was. And we also haven't heard it since. Yeah. yeah. It was just one time. It was one time. Like, and, yeah. it, and the fact that it was immediately after you, like, whisper you, in my ear, ghost whisper, daddy. Whisper in my ear, little daddy. Yeah, whisper in my ghost ear, daddy. ghost daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that that's that sums up the sound bites that I have for what we discovered. Other than that, it was pretty dry for me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really come across anything. I, um, I haven't gone through, I had a lot more, um, I guess, audio that i i went through and that i tried to go through but we just time crunch wise we wanted to get this done in one sitting uh, if we find anything after the fact we'll put it and attach it to our youtube video yeah, yeah. um but i mine was probably the most i would say in your face with it um let me just find it real quick so i don't have this one um I don't have this one. This like is, this is not QQQ'd. This isn't QQQ'd. So how are you gonna find it, there, uh, buddy? Skipping forward. Unless we're, we're just gonna skip forward right now and listen to it. Yeah, we're just do it. Do it live. Yeah, just do it live. Right. Fuck it, we'll do I'm it live. And so this is him skipping through, finding his spot. Oh. Let's go back later. But I was wondering if I could respect. 
How about how about you just plug your headphones into that and you listen to that? No, set I got it. I got it. You got? You already got yeah, it. I got it. Look yep. at you. Right. You're the man. Involved or not? I know that's your business. It's not mine. So, so what are you asking? So pretty much, I'm asking. I'm saying, uh, Mary Jane, I know I know that you're not married and that you you're not romantically attached to anyone, um, because she she didn't have a boyfriend. She was no, yeah, she, she was just on a date. She was on a date. Yeah. You know it was the mean? first date, so it's not like it was yeah, serious. Yeah, it, it, it was maybe the start of something serious, right. but it, it was nothing to hold her down. Right. All right. But I was wondering if I could respectfully, possibly ask you for a dance later. Would you be interested? No straight. So... I asked her for a dance because uh, right now we're shooting in the dance hall where the, the swing yep. music, and she was known for dancing. So I wanted to see if maybe I could get something out of her by being <clears throat> respectful and, you know, having a good time and maybe going for a dance. All right. Attached. Just want you and me. Want to dance in the dance floor. That is something being thrown in the other room that I couldn't find. That was a loud ass knock. That yeah, you can hear something start up like a fan first. So, yeah, so the air conditioner starts up immediately after I ask it. I'm not going to say that's anything paranormal. It's just weird. Um, and then all of a sudden you hear a very loud knock. And like I said, it the, the vents and stuff kind of make it harder to hear with it because it's a lot going on for the recorder to, to record. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that scared the fuck out of me. I believe it. Something was thrown in the other room. And that's where I think it goes into, I think the person that maybe killed her is still here because that person, allegedly, one of the suspects, was very controlling and uh, wanted to be romantically involved with her. And to have somebody come into his area and ask the girl that he wants to go, you know, out with or be with on a uh, pretty much on a date on to a the date, dance yeah. floor, I think he got pissed and he and he he let me know like bitch step off. <laughs> this is my girl. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind it real quick and we're gonna just listen to the the, the click. It was loud and it was live. And I had to turn my flashlight on because I it scared me enough to where scaled you. It really did. So you're gonna hear the AC turn on. I'm gonna play it one more time. One more time. Sounds like a click. There's, there's been a lot of, there's, a, a lot of like banging. Yes, and that mm-hmm. doesn't sound like. I've been in houses. I've been in old houses a lot. I've been in a lot of, a lot of places where you can hear the the house groan and creak like and, and settle. Yeah, that was an object m- moving. There's stuff tipped over all over there, so I couldn't tell what object was was thrown or what was tipped over. 
but something something pissed a, a ghost off or wanted me to know it's here and like when i was by so when me and jay were downstairs because we were down there ourselves it, it was kind of you could definitely feel a difference from up here. We were in the uh, the the poker the yes and poker prostitute room room yes, and something that we could feel it like something just was was a little weird, um and I was seeing into the dark and you know how when you're in the dark your eyes will adjust and you'll kind of see yeah. things and stuff like that. Well, I start there's a mannequin and I'm looking at the mannequin. And then next to the right, the right side of the mannequin is a figure of a girl. Okay. So my eyes are like adjusting and it's kind of like cloudy and misty looking and it's a figure of a girl. And I'm like, what the fuck? And you can, we have a video videotape of this and you can see me start to focus on the specific region of the room. And mm-hmm. I'm like really starting to squint my eyes and trying to focus my eyes to see something. And this figure it's not just like I'm seeing a shadow where my eyes are maybe adjusting. I think that this thing is a mannequin. I believe I think it's a second mannequin on the right side of it because I forget how, if there's a mannequin there right. or not. And I'm like, God damn it! Like I feel like this is a mannequin right here. Like I, it's something physical enough to where I, I believe it is a. Yeah. That. Okay. Well. Uh... Unfortunately, we just lost 20, 20 minutes yeah, of the podcast. <laughs> we, so this, we were talking about this earlier. We've just been having incessant technical difficulties is, here. Is there- I, I, I do – I mess with – so I'm recording onto Ableton right now, and I do this all the time, and I've never had these issues where I'm just recording, and all of a sudden the record button turns off, but it's still scrolling like it's recording. Yeah. So we were talking this whole time. I was thinking that we were getting audio, and uh, – <laughs> We weren't jokes on us. Jokes on jokes on us. We lost twenty minutes of yeah. podcast. Can you can you seriously explain like do you, can you think of any no. reason why that would happen? No, because yeah. uh, it's you can say oh maybe you were full on recording maybe it, yeah. it, it hit the but I I'm recording now and it's still attached Literally, yeah. yeah and we were just talking about yeah. so so the, what you were talking about was the mani- the the shadow of a mannequin you saw downstairs. And then all and then of a sudden, it, it just it kills yeah. it. Because you you said uh, you you said I, it's it's a shadow, but it was it was vivid enough to where I it, I could see that it was that it resembled a, and then it cut a mannequin. Yeah, it was, and that's so crazy because yeah. that's like the one of the bigger things that I feel like we that happened to us. Yeah, yeah. Because then then I remember talking about so that so I guess why don't we just get, go just back go to right back into ta- it. yeah. So yeah. you saw. <laughs> So we well, were, let's hope that this records. Did it play? Did we play the EVP of the thing getting knocked on the the knock in there? Well, now I don't remember, but I I I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that was the last thing that we did, and then we started going into like uh, wrapping stuff it, up. So oh. finish the mannequin thing, and then do that EVP of it was you well we'll just well, even if you, i know what i did, know the transition because i went from yeah. it felt completely different yeah when when jay left well even yeah. if we did or didn't we're just gonna play it again just yeah. in case you, yeah yep. because because like Holy i said shit, i want this all dude. to be genuine i want so to like, many things have happened tonight that i just cannot explain at all do you need help with that uh for you to plug <laughs> it in right <laughs> i can hear it 
oh, the EVP, yeah. right? Oh, dude, Literally dude. what we were talking about. Well, you, dude, I don't. I want to get into the story about the fucking go- <laughs> ghosts that I saw. Yeah, go ahead. So, well, you already did, and that was it. You you, you saw a mannequin. Yeah. What resembled a mannequin? Yeah, I'm gonna get just. I don't know how much in depth I want, and I just want to reiterate. Okay, dude, I believed I was looking at a mannequin, like a hundred percent. Like that, my eyes just weren't focusing right because there I could see the other mannequins in the room and they were kind of blurry or whatnot because it's just being pitch dark or uh, not pitch dark, but very very dark. And yeah. I see this mist. It looks like a woman. The woman has short hair, like bobbed hair to her shoulders. And it was Karen. It, it no, that would be that'd Ghost be a Karen. hard like part over the eye. Yeah, right? Like you know, what I mean, um, where's your prostitute manager? <laughs> But it just, dude. And then when I turned the flashlight on, and there was yeah. absolutely nothing. The the fog was gone. There was no shape. It just was so fucking crazy. Yeah. And then and then, which coincided to what I was talking about with you down there is I was seeing foot track foot traffic and stuff in the doorway and the walkway right in front outside of where you would leave the room to go to walk and exit the basement. And that's going to uh, transition into you leaving because I ended up staying down there by myself because I wanted I, – I like to do kind of solo. Um, I, th- I honestly think that you, ta- you you covered this. I honestly think you covered this. But whatever. We'll cover it again. We'll cover I'll, it again. I'll do a little bit. I'll do short. I'll yeah. do short. So I it felt completely different when Jay left. Um, it felt like I wasn't wanted there. Uh, I feel like maybe because I'm a cop and it's a very uh, illegal area with the prohibition and illegal gambling and possible murder yeah. uh, down there. I, I, dude, I felt it felt completely different. And you know, some people can be like, "Oh, you were just scared because you were." Alone. I've done that probably at least twenty times, of just like being locking myself in a haunted room by myself, asking questions in the in the pitch dark, and. I that was one of the few that I just felt like I wasn't wasn't supposed to right. be there. I wasn't wanted. So I'm asking questions. I'm asking questions. I'm not really getting anything. And then I ask Mary Jane, "Do you want to dance?" And I'll play that EVP because that is one of the more solid EVPs that we got here. Because we'll we'll talk a little bit more about it, but. Yeah, you're gonna I, hear a little bit of backtracking on this, so I apologize because we're doing this live. Yeah, but. and and I, I'm almost certain you heard this one before we played it a little bit before we even told the story, but it's a, it's a decent sound because we played it a couple times. Possibly ask you for a dance later. Would you be interested? So you'll hear the AC kick no on. No strings attached. Just want you and me. Want dance in the dance floor. It was weird, but I do not believe that it was paranormal. Uh, it's just a weird coincidence. The AC kicking. The AC kicking on. You'll hear it. That is. I'll play it one more time, and then we'll move on. Okay. But that is. That is something being thrown in the in the corridor that Jay was. Like seeing shadows, and seeing shadows. Yeah. All right, one more. Sorry, I was talking over it. I'm yeah, okay. I'm professional. <laughs> yeah, sounds like something getting thrown Some, or something getting thrown or something getting tipped or, over. Or like They're, even sounds like someone knocking, knocking on the table. Yeah. It, and it sounded so much 
more loud in person. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it scared me enough to where I turned the flashlight on and very rarely have I actually had to do that in any of my paranormal investigations. So yeah. Unexplained dude. Um, crazy, crazy, but yeah, same region that you were seeing all that foot traffic and all the, all the, you've, you know, right. Crazy. But that I think sums it up, right? Uh, the, we, we talked about a little bit of coming up here and, and playing some swing music and uh, yeah yeah we we that was the we wrapped up with that we were just saying we we towards the end we came up here yeah because we, where we're recording this podcast right now was the dance hall at that time yes so we played some swing music and um it felt way lighter way happier feeling up here like it still kind of felt like maybe something was here like i'm not yeah. saying it, it was like I, something was watching me but it felt like maybe someone else was here um but kind of like keeping their distance and um, we played some swing music. I started kind of swaying back and forth and kind of dancing on the dance floor, trying to, to entice maybe something to, to, to touch me, to grab me or something. And I got like a 10 degree temperature drop. And I, I go, Jake, I, I, I hit a cold spot. Yeah. And uh, it's hot as balls in here. It really yeah, is. And, and all of a sudden, like <laughs> I'm getting like kind of like cold, not like shivers, but like my hair. You can feel my hair kind of like perk up because I'm getting kind of cold. And I was like, whew, as I'm like swaying and dancing back and forth on the dance thing. So I'm not saying that a spirit was dancing with me. It was just another very weird. Unexplained thing. Unexplained thing. And that's what this place has been. It's not been in your face a ghost saying, help me in our in our time. Or a ghost being like, get out of here. Yeah. It's just been a ton of unexplained things happening over and over again. Throughout Especially the night. technologically. Yes. So if, if, if we already talked about the stuff and we're repeating ourselves, we apologize. But like I said, I'm trying to keep all of this genuine. Yep. I'm trying to make this. You guys are hearing how it's actually happening for us. Um, no post editing. So hopefully this works and recording? records this thing. <laughs> I looked, I looked over. Recording. It's recording. It's okay. recording. I swear. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's the roadhouse. That's Crazy. the roadhouse in Oregon, Illinois. Crazy stuff has been happening. Unexplained, nothing too in your face, but definitely eerie. Definitely eerie. I've, I've, yes. I, I wouldn't say that there's nothing here. Yeah. Because yeah. I've had times where I've showed up to places and be like, oh, this is, this is nothing. There's nothing here. There, Overreacting. It, it's too much shit going on. Too many yeah. eyewitness stuff that, I think there is something here. Oh, I yeah. don't know who, um, but or it's what? or what, but shout out to the Roadhouse. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do a plug here for a few people. Um, the Roadhouse, please come here, buy their food. Show when, support. Yeah, show them support when COVID uh, allows them to reopen. They have oh, yeah. haunted tours and haunted dinners. Oh, yeah. they have people come in, like uh, ghost investigators come in and kind of help them out with stuff like that. Just show them some love. We're, um, and we're not gonna right. be this adamant about supporting. Where we're at all the time, uh, but when someone a host is as nice as Mike has been, they definitely deserve it. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. he went f- beyond what above I and beyond expect him. He, he didn't short, have to do anything. Yeah. He just had to just let us come in yeah. the building. Short yeah. notice, literally short notice. He he's he's. I talked to him. Okay, sure. Next week I'm interviewing him. Right. The following the literally two days after the interview, we're in here shooting a podcast right now. Right. So he, shout he out, been amazing. Yeah, yep. shout out to Mike Arians, man. I appreciate you, dude. I, I hope everything goes well after COVID. And uh, yeah, all right, Jay. Uh, yeah, and if you like what we are doing here, if you are, enjoy the idea of a podcast on site, of a haunted table, if you will, podcast, show support. Let's see, what we did there. We're we're gonna try our hardest. To not have 
sponsorships or advertisers because I don't want to be knuckle deep in a story and then have to stop and be like, hey, you want to know what I shave my butthole with? Or are you falling asleep at the wheel? Why don't you try a kick tar? Kick tar. <laughs> Grab some today. Keep your eyes open when you're behind the wheel. Don't wrap around a tree. Kick tar. You know, it's just, I, <laughs> there's no point. I it's don't. for everyone that doesn't understand. Uh, we are not sponsored by Kickstart, but it's a fucking Kickstart can that's wrapped up <laughs> in, in tape so that people watching the video can see, can see what it is, but not actually read the label. It's and a Kickstart. It, it's Kickstart. It's a Kickstart. So. <laughs> that's what we're drinking is Kickstart. Um, so yeah, if you like that, uh, the idea that we're doing, you want to see us grow uh, because I'm sure you you will notice that we are not the best at this yet. This is our first go at a podcast where we are very, very new. So there's a lot of kinks and stuff we want to get out. Uh, but the only way we can do that is by continuing to do the podcast. And the only way we can continue to do the, do the podcast is by your support. Your so support. Your support. If you feel yeah. the uh, if you feel so inclined to help produce this, to get us on the road, to do more of these, go to new places, go to different states. You want to see us grow. If you want to see us grow. Yep. Get go, better. All that stuff. Yep. Yeah. We appreciate anything. anything. Anything helps. We really, really, really want to branch <laughs> can't out. Sh- can't stress it enough. We yep. really want to branch so out. Check and that out, costs money. So. Yeah, it does. It's not free. Uh, check out paypal.me forward slash the haunting table and give us whatever you feel we deserve. Whatever value for value, whatever value you feel you got out of the podcast, give it right back to us. Uh, it doesn't even have to be in monetary uh, feedback. Value. Feedback. If you yep. if you have uh, go to our uh, Twitter handle is at haunting underscore table. We just launched it a couple days ago. Same with Instagram. Yep. Head over there. Give us ideas that you might have of places that might be haunted. We're gonna try to stay away from big name, well known stories. Yeah, like we don't want to go to like. I mean, we I, we want we, to go. we want to go there, but we don't want to focus on like. Yeah. Uh, been like, there, done that shit. Yeah, you know like I mean? we don't want like like Alcatraz. Um, <laughs> yeah. Eastern State Penitentiary. Like we want to go there, but we don't want to focus on that stuff. Yeah. We love little places like this. We want to. We want to help get these stories on the map. Yeah, yeah. We. I literally was told by somebody on the Facebook page. Uh, if you lived in Sterling and Rock Falls or whatnot, uh, I, I don't think I got it completely right. But shout out to the people that gave us tips and pointers on yeah. where to go. They said, "Hey, check the Roadhouse. I heard it's crazy haunted." I call Mike, and all of a sudden we're knuckle deep in a double homicide, unsolved, unsolved mystery. double homicide. It's, dude. Still open. Case. Still open. Eighty years later. Holy yeah. shit! Eighty like, we years later. Just that's insane. Jumped right in, and I, I think we're. I feel like you guys did a really good job with your research. You did as well, man. And we all did. It was a oh yeah group effort. I group hate effort. to give ourselves a pound in the back, but <laughs> I, I I really Screw hope you guys it. enjoyed this as much as I did. Oh, so. I had a I had a fucking blast. A great time. But like I said, uh, if you like what we did, show us some support. PayPal.me forward slash the haunting table. Instagram, Twitter is haunting underscore table. Show your love. Head over there. Um, also, you can check out our YouTube. That's going to be the haunting table. We're going to get that started up soon. Um, but until then, everybody, have a good night. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Stay safe. And sweet dreams. I don't have this plugged in right now. This is <laughs> sweet. Let's just wait, 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 wait for it. Sweet dreams.